0: Well, hey, what's going on? I hope everybody is doing great. I've had a couple of weeks off of creating content and just focusing on the wedding and the life transition. And then, of course, something tragic happened in our country the last couple of weeks, and I was lost for words. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to post. And I felt what you're getting ready to see was the best way that I was able to come around what we saw and really make a public statement. So for all of my friends and families from the African-American community, I love you, I respect you, I value you, and everybody all around the world, from every race, from every ethnicity, from every family, thank you, thank you for what you do for this country, thank you for what you do for this world. We all must come together in this time, in this time of need, in this time of heartbreak, in this time of not knowing what's next. We must come together and seek the Lord for a true change of heart. And so I hope this conversation with my friends, with my brothers, Akil Jermaine, Travis Collins, and Keegan Myers touches you. I hope it strikes a conversation with you and your friends and your family. And really, I hope it's a part of change for this country and for this nation. So thank you. And without further ado, here's a conversation of hope. Well, here we are with the amazing people. We have Travis Collins, Akil Jermaine, and Keegan Myers. How y'all doing today? What's up, guys?
1: Yeah, man, the, popping, Lord is, the Lord is good, man. I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm all, right. I'm all right.
0: Akil, you're you're in uh, Brooklyn right now, right?
1: Yes, I, I am.
0: Brooklyn and Travis, Travis, you're in Queens, right? Yeah. Queens. And we got Keegan from Pittsburgh. It's like, nah. That's Harrisburg. All right.
2: Bro, let, let,
0: the, let the record reflect.
1: All right. So I'm from Harrisburg, but I live in Middletown, which is like closer to Lancaster. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now.
0: That's, that's even worse.
1: Don't, don't be, uh, whatever, you Cause people, people know my name. So it will be all right. You feel me? Like, it's like, we're oh, talk, all right, talk, it's I, I, I've grown up since, since Valley Forge. Praise God. That's but funny.
0: Keegan, talk to us a little bit about what you what you got going on right now, what you're doing. I know we were uh, talking a little bit beforehand, but let the people yeah. know uh, what so, you got going on.
1: Yeah, man. Um, Right now, I'm just trying to market myself. Uh, it's crazy because I, I will say this. I feel like a lot of time uh, before this, I was really just focused on our else's stuff. Like I was doing stuff for my church, doing stuff for like the school, like valley forge or anything. Doing stuff for like a lot of my other homies, the choirs and everything. And I, while I love all that stuff, I realized that like yo, I have a gift myself that I want to get stuff. I think God wants me to do other things for myself, so I'm starting to uh, market myself as far as uh, KL Music Productions. I got a lot, a lot of stuff coming up for you guys. Um, right now, I'm just posting vids on like social media and stuff like that every now and then. But um, I'm recording some. Pro- I'm trying to get some projects out. I got a couple of my um, original songs that I'm doing. I'm singing a little bit, so it's it's crazy. Like the whole the whole situation here. Well, but that's what I'm doing right now, man. Um, other than that, I'm still working out my uh, psychology stuff too, as far as uh, how Valley Forge. Man, I got my bachelor's in psychology from Valley Forge. And right now I'm a family-based therapist for the state. So, you know, that's working out well. And with my master's program as well, getting that stuff done. And we'll see where the Lord takes me from that point.
0: Nice, so, nice. And you were, you were obviously at Valley Forge. Well, for me it's obvious, but for those watching, Travis Keegan and I started at the same exact time. And we actually yeah. met I – don't, I don't know if Keegan and Travis, you guys had already, like, clicked before, but we met around the same exact time at the basketball court the first oh. couple of days of the school year uh I do remember that yeah. Joe, yo that was great <laughs> I
1: do
3: you remember that yo
0: and, and we'll talk about it later on but Keegan Travis and I were all on the same team uh worship traveling team our last time I was with Travis all 3 years mm-hmm. and I think uh Travis I think it was our second year when a kill came to drop you off on campus and then that's when that's when a kill came into uh came into Valley Forge, you saw it for the first time and I fell in love and then came over, which we'll talk about later on. But Travis, maybe you could talk to us a little bit about uh, what you got going on and whatnot.
2: Yeah, um, basically I've been, um, I had a year in Spain where I was doing my master's after Valley Forge. So I did a bachelor's in music performance and then uh, wanted to you know, kind of continue that and kind of build on that. And so I went to Spain and did the master's program out there with, uh, Berkeley. And since coming back, um, and that, that one was in more, uh, music production since doing that, I've been just getting into producing a lot more and also trying to <laughs> learn how to mix. So, I've been kind of messing around with my own like drums and, you know, just things I've been working on for other people, but like myself, drum covers, I've been working on some things that I'm going to put out and also some original stuff. I'm just trying to get some things in place before I start releasing certain things. And, um, yeah just trying to find some other avenues like with recording um, i want to really get better at mixing and uh definitely like eventually like mastering at least in the studio i don't know where i'll go after that but um it's something that i really like um i'm doing it and i'm learning how to do the different things and um you know like eq and you know, not, you know, and all these different things that compression and it's something I didn't expect to really understand at first because, you know, it just it wasn't interesting. But once I started getting into it, you know, I started to get certain things and I'm like, OK, maybe I can do something with this. And I'm I'm a person like when it comes to music, I like to hear how things progress and change. When it, you know, when you're in a studio session, I like doing the finished product. Um, But I didn't know, like, how you got there necessarily. So um, it's been cool learning how to do those things. And eventually I want to really, really um, kind of make something out of that. I'm not sure what exactly yet, but just experimenting right now.
0: That's good, man. It's, it's good to see how far you came, man. If he was quiet, like the quietest drummer. But I, when <laughs> when this boy got behind that kit, you heard him. You heard him. You, sh- you heard him.
3: You, heard, you heard, him. heard
0: him. And you saw him, because because they they. I mean, every time we were on uh, uh, different you know shows or whatever, we would make sure that you know we had like whatever, like we, if we had to move out the way or whatever. Whatever my might or just just to really highlight his talent visually and audibly. I mean, it was it was fantastic to be a part of that for sure, and to continue to be a part of that. See, see how how far you're growing, Trav. Man, mm. pound your back, man. Mm. A kill. What's up? Talk to me. You look like you just woke up.
3: <laughs> nah, I just wake up. <laughs> I've been up for a full while. Nah, I've been. But for me, um, this right now. I mean, for those who may or may not know, recently got engaged. So, mm. <laughs> trying to you know get into the um. The whole planning phase of life of when two become one. So, yeah, uh, especially yeah, yeah. especially in the in the <laughs> in the midst of um, of a pandemic, you know, still just trying to make some stuff happen um, uh, for like my career. I'm currently working in the finance department for one of the city hospitals here in New York, and um, outside of you know the workforce, just some, um, Like everybody else, you know, just building up the craft that God bless us with musically, um, spending more time on my instrument um, and um, going into more stuff like um, production, um, mixing live and studio stuff, not on a a whole base, but more of a, um, you know, just knowing what I want to hear for myself, mixing it down before sending out to people to mix it for me. But getting into more of that stuff and, um, you know, just... Like, like everybody else is just building the brand making sure everything works out especially for myself and for my fiance as well so you know trying to make this
1: stuff happen so your fiance doc that's crazy it's, it's, it sounds a lot different yo, man. Yo, it sounds yo. a lot
3: different saying yo. like that I think, I think that's the first or second time that I've actually like said like that's my fiance because most yeah. of the time anybody who knows me I'm like I always say that's my shorty my lady right, right. My old lady or something like that but I think it's like the second time that I've actually said like my fiance so
0: confession time confession time y'all ready for this I'm at an interview a couple of days ago and I just got married I'm at an interview a couple of days ago yeah and yeah, I said I'm, I was so used to saying my fiance but I said oh yeah I just recently moved up here living with my fiance I mean my wife
1: <laughs> oh it that switch is gonna take a minute, bro. That's You're gonna, take, gonna a take a minute, a minute. exactly.
3: Because minute, I'm so bro. used to I'm so used to saying like my lady, my shorty, yeah, my, yeah, my boo yeah. thing, you know, being so colloquial with it until the time I have to be like exactly
0: yeah. like Yeah. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. So look guys, I uh obviously got you guys together um because I felt I felt I wanted to say something, I didn't know how to say it, I didn't know if I should have said it. And I was talking to you guys a little bit before about what really struck that nerve. We're not going to mention no names. We're going to keep it, you know, right, right. <laughs> PR. Keep but natural. at the same time, yeah, I mean, you guys know, you, you know, you see yeah. you see these posts and you see these things and I didn't want to be another voice that shouldn't have, I didn't want to be a voice that shouldn't be speaking, if that makes sense. While some people feel that this is my personal opinion, at least, right? While some people feel that no if you don't say anything you're you're helping it so I, I kind of had a different view on it so I was like you know what, if I am gonna say something I wanted to I want it, I wanted to be around my brothers not just you know my brothers my, my, my peoples but also me almost be if I'm saying something, it almost being me listening, listening to you guys. And so, you know, you guys agree we're going to have a conversation and really ask some questions, dive in, get, get some different perspectives. Because obviously me growing up in a city like New Haven, Connecticut, very diverse. We grew up learning English and Spanish in class. We had Blacks, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. We had everybody. So I never really experienced... Uh, um racism until until we started to travel together when we were out at Valley Forge when we were out in different areas you know at the subway late night subway over by the university and and we had to minister to somebody you know like those experiences was when I really started to feel racism and like I never really I guess felt it before so it's kind of what we want to talk about just kind of dive in have a conversation really a really conversation of hope a conversation where we can hear each other understand each other and just kind of get a different point of view. And, and I want to start it off with the question of the day, question of the hour. A couple of weeks ago, we see we seen an unfortunate video go viral of George Floyd be uh, murdered by a white officer and other officers standing by. We see that unfortunate thing happen. And, and I actually did not see the full video. Uh, I want to say until like, it's been like two weeks now, right, guys? Since, since the video went viral, two, th- almost three weeks.
3: Terrible, yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> think
0: I saw the full thing until like about a week ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it's when like, I actually it saw it, I'm like, whoa. Yeah.
1: It's hard <laughs> to watch.
0: It. watch. It's so, yeah, it's hard to watch. Bro. It, really to it watch. was like, wow. Whoa. What am I watching? I, and I think that's probably what kept me quiet is because I like when I first saw the post go viral, I just like saw it and I'm like, here we go again. And kind of just kept going about it. But when I actually saw I'm like, Whoa. What what, was some, what what were some of the things that were running through you guys' minds? I mean, you guys, whoever wants to go first, just like, when you, um, when you see something like that happen, you know, what? again, happen uh, again. Mean, yeah, but, kind of
3: like what you said, man. Like I, like you said, I was like, dang, here we go again. Because, you know, there's stuff like that um, that's happened years to come, like not years to come, that happened years before that you've seen where, unfortunately, a person of color has lost their life in the hands of the police no matter what the situation is, even if it's a situation where they're fighting and stuff like that. But, you know, it hurt to see. It was definitely hard to watch, especially the video that I saw was about, it was about an eight-minute video, but in the video, it was a screen recording of what was happening. So the person who screen recorded the actual video fast-forwarded five minutes in the video to from the last words that George Floyd said to the point which he wasn't responding at all. So the fact that he was on his neck for that long and and having to see people, you know, trying to tell him, you know, check his pulse, get him checked and everything like that. It was really hard to watch, man. And, and, you know, it sucks, you know, that stuff like this is still happening. And we have we as um, black, not only black men, but as Christian black men Mm -hmm. have to figure out a way to explain it to people who may like may or may not um, understand why stuff like this is happening because for one it's hard it's hard above all else i'm black like mm-hmm. like evidently to me if somebody was to look at me and just look at me they're going to know oh, akil is black travis is black he is black so mm-hmm. but now having to feel that way but also represent god you know it's, it's, it's not the easiest you know i'm not saying that you know everything is perfect because it's not because i'm seeing this and then of course you have those instances that this happened before but it happened to. It's not recorded. So we didn't see it. So just imagine feeling bad plus seeing the video and you're just like, it's so much to be here, man. So. Yeah.
0: Well, Will Smith said something very powerful. I don't know if you guys saw it. Um, and please don't don't quote me on this or I'm, I might say out of, out of line, but what he pretty much said was racism didn't just start. It's just now being recorded. I don't know if you guys saw a post like that go viral as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's so true. This was always happening. It's just that we have powerful cameras, computers in our pockets now. That in a matter of seconds, things are things are online. It's, it's crazy, Travis. What what were some of the thoughts you had when, when seeing something like this happen?
2: It was shock. Um, I mean, we have seen these things occur before, but it's um, it's still shocking to me because I don't, you know, believe like anyone else. I don't believe this should still be happening, even though we understand that um, there are still racist people in the world. There's still people that are, um, you know, prejudiced like towards black people. And um, it's unfortunate that um, you keep seeing these things happen because it's not just losing another black man or another black woman. But, um, you know, people are losing a family. You know, they lose a father, they lose a son, they lose a nephew, a cousin. Um, so oftentimes when these things happen, the first thing I think about is the family. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, I couldn't imagine if one of my family members, you know, if that happened to me and You know, how do they cope with that? Or if, you know, one of my family members was in that situation, how do you come to, how do you understand that? How do you grasp that in your mind? Um, It's really hard to process and it's been, it's been tough for me because I just, it's like you understand why it's happening, but it's still, you know, doesn't make sense if you know you know if that makes sense i'm i'm trying to put into words the best way but yeah yeah like
0: like it's like you're, you're saying and, and correct me if i'm wrong but you're saying like it's like we're 2020 why is this still happening mm-hmm. and, and i, I think it's still happening yeah and, and, and i don't know if you guys saw i think it was killer mike he said something very powerful no, I'm sorry. It was John Gray. John Gray um, had a sit down conversation with Pastor Stephen Furtick. I think like days after mm-hmm. this all happened, and something that John Gray, Pastor John Gray, said was very powerful to me, at least. Um, he said, "We're only like a generation or two away from slavery. Yeah. Like it's so recent. It's like so so recent to these things that was happening in America, and it's like wow. Like you, you don't you don't you don't you don't put two and two together." Keegan, I, I I'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, yeah, man. Honestly,
1: um, I I don't know. Like, I I think the whole situation kind of hit me a little different. Um, I feel like, well, not different for everybody else. I feel like I felt the same way that my brothers is talking about too. I feel the same way. But um, I'm a person who always thinks like futuristically about like life. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm always a person who tries to think like. Uh, about like what's happening, what will happen, what's going on, and stuff in those aspects and stuff like that. But in reality, oh, you know, like I feel like it's more so a situation where I'm stuck because, um, like, Kill was saying, um, as black men, you know, as black Christian men, we have to find ways to talk to people about like this situation that happened already in my job consistently I already had like a few I, I work with like uh with uh caucasian ladies or caucasian males and stuff like that people have already talked to me about how asked me how i felt told me that they feel they they feel differently than i do and it that sucks but even like futuristically speaking like and you know i think about from this standpoint, kill you're engaged randy you're married and like chad like she on the way i know she is but the situation is, da, da, don't do that. you can't do that. I'll run. I'll run. I'll run. But look, look. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying that to say that like we all are like grown now. We about to start families, so like we have to tell our sons, hey, like man, like be careful when you walk outside, bro. Like for real, be careful yeah. when you walk outside because you don't know what's about to happen. And the fact that I gotta like tell like my like. Like ten year old son that I mean I don't have a ten year old son but you know what I'm saying like eventually like, when I have a ten year old son I gotta right. tell him like hey man like just be careful you know what I mean like don't like just just be careful how you walking and like you know make sure you're doing everything the right way and the problem that kind of gets me is the like, fact that um, I was talking to my clients my clients my mother about this the other day and I was saying like it's kind of crazy because I feel like a lot of times we are put down literally like strictly by our color. Like that's it, like no one cares about character anymore. Mm. And I'm like, yo, how is that a thing? How is that possible? Like so, and I think from this standpoint, I put, I put, a, I, I'll like say it from this aspect. Like, um, a lot of times people, and I just being honest, society will put the African American male in jail in the NBA or in the NFL or something like that consistently. And the fact that like us, like we all have college degrees, right? You yeah, have college degrees, Trap guys, masters. I'm working on masters. kill like, kill doing stuff in finance. You never see black money in finance. Like, mm. Randy, you're doing a lot of stuff as well. Like, even with churches and like, all stuff, like production and everything else. So, like, they see all these, like, minorities, per se, in that situation. And, like, what we're doing is, like, changing the status quo. But the fact that we change the status quo isn't enough because we're still only seen by our color. So, like, all of my accomplishments don't even really matter for real. Just mm. because I'm black. Like, that's really crazy. That's really wild that people think that they could just, um, that people think that you can be judged just about, like, what you look like and not my character because I'm an intelligent young man. We are intelligent young black men. But because we're black, like, we already seem as if we don't know anything, that we're already seen as, like, murderers and killers and stuff like that. And that video, man, like, I think that, that one hit home for me because, like, you got to think, man. my Like, I'm not, I'm, not, I, I'm fully aware that like uh uh, this is like a Black Lives Matter thing, you know what I mean? Like it was a mm. black guy who died and stuff like that, so I definitely understand the situation. But um, I feel like it's still crazy that like we're just that we just think it's okay for any person to just die. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you watched a video of a man get suffocated by somebody else on his knee, like uh, like he was on his knee on his neck. Yeah, an like In- innocent man. Minutes. Yeah, an innocent. Well, like, I mean, not innocent, but I mean, he, he was. was thing, bro, right, like,
0: right. I think if I'm understanding, uh, you know, I understand you, unarmed is the word I should have said. Unarmed. Right. And, and, and um, the operated. thing about
1: it, and the thing about it, though, bro. And this is my real. This is not my, my real idea, though. Like, because I was watching. Um, I actually put on Facebook the other day. If you have ever seen Just Mercy with. Uh,
0: yeah, it's fantastic uh, film.
1: Yes, yo, a great movie. And they were talking about how, like, not were, one of like, his better
0: films, though. He has, nah, he has he, the, has, he has a better, the Fruitville station, uh, when, when oh, uh, Ryan Kugler, yeah. oh no, Fruitville station takes that, take, that, that drink yeah. out of the water. Yeah,
1: but like what I'm saying, though, um, they saw, I guess, a uh, guy was going to the execution chair, and like they, you know, they don't do that anymore, but it made some me states, really, I think, still do some. that unfortunately, that, and a
0: yeah, and it's, it's the South States, too,
1: yeah, and that's what I'm saying, though. So, well, I, I it's crazy because, like, I watched that and I'm like thinking, man, like we really, people really are trying to kill other people, period. Like I know that people get murdered. I know like family members get murdered. I know I'll feel some type of way if a family member of mine got murdered or something like that too. But like in reality, that if that person gets justice and goes to, if I get justice and that person goes to jail... Forever, like, just let them rot, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't don't need somebody to be on on the execution chair and like with my with my blood on the hands. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so I'm saying not to say that like it's really crazy that like America, as well as like unfortunately, like these like Caucasian like officers and some Caucasian people are like numb to the fact that like people are dying like consistently and that like we're seeing it. Like, yo, uh, uh, someone died literally on the street and we're watching it on the videotape. Like, that's different. Think about from this standpoint. Like, when, when um, JFK got shot, like, I wasn't born back then, but I seen videos, Um, like, yo, everybody, everybody, like, the screens went blank.
0: Mm.
1: When he got shot, everything was just done. Um, there's, there's another guy who, uh, he went to, happened to PA too, he went to the, uh, the courthouse or something like that and took a gun out and shot himself in the mouth. And it was televised, but they cut off the scene as soon as that happened. Mm. So now we on Facebook watching a, a man get suffocated. Like, why are we desensitized like that,
0: bro? Do you, um, and this kind of goes in question in line with the next question. Um, do you guys believe, uh, and we're, we're gonna segue here, we're gonna answer this point right. <laughs> and then segue towards our our, our alma mater, um, because yeah. we have a lot to talk about there, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's the big chunk of our conversation,
2: we but do, here, right?
0: yeah. <laughs> We all got our oh, degrees. Nobody, money, right? I, I, do, I, do in my, I do in my living
1: room. Everybody, everybody
0: got their receipt, right? Everybody has their receipt. Okay, I got my receipt. It's hanging on the wall.
1: Hello, hello. I,
0: I, um, I don't, I don't know if the killing of George Floyd was a racist act. I lean more towards it being a heart thing. And here's why. If it was just George Floyd and whatever the white officer's name, the, the the one that had his knee on his neck, if it was just them two at the scene, um, yeah, I, I think I would lean more towards the racist thing. And, and the reason I'm saying this is because Keegan, what you were saying is the same thing. As it's, it's like a heart thing. That's kind of like what's what's being felt, at least my my opinion. With this case, we see a Chinese off or. or Asian officer, excuse me. I can't just say he's Chinese. I don't know which country. Asian officer. We see. I think there was a, a black officer, or, or or maybe he was Dominican or Puerto Rican. He was. He had a little chocolate on his skin.
1: At the George Floyd case. At the George
0: Floyd Yeah, case? yeah. And then there was another white officer. Would you guys agree or disagree with with that point of view of mine? As in, is it still a racist act? Or is it a heart thing? Because you have other diverse officers standing at the scene while it's happening, while the guy is saying his last words, taking his breath. And I think he still had his knee on him for like another four or five minutes yeah. after, after he like had passed out. Mm-hmm. And he actually was pronounced dead at the hospital. So he could have, they could have saved his life. They could have aided him, but they never did. Like, wh- is it, is it still, does it still fall under the racist act or is it a heart thing?
1: So I don't want to seem like I'm contradicting myself, but like when I, what I was saying beforehand was the fact that like in, in a general sense, it's crazy that the world can be, uh, desensitized to like whatever's happening per se. Like we're hearing things, we're hearing, um, like people get, people being died consistently and people dying, like, uh, out in front of us on videotape, So I understand that part. Now with the whole racism thing, like I'm always forever going to say black lives matter because like black lives do matter. And I, I hear what you're saying, that it could be a hard situation, but the only reason why I would, I would like kind of push it towards the racism thing, yeah. you know, like, it, it's only because he's black. Like, and the reason why I say that is because like, like I've seen multiple times of people doing like worse things, you know? Um
0: yeah they were looking for some guy over here in Mass, in Connecticut they were looking for some guy that had like shot up Yukon or something like that
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they arrested him peacefully in handcuffs yeah. they got him in yo, Maryland and,
1: and that's some, and I and think and I think and I got and you also gotta understand too like the way that people say things how people talk to people um, mm. how like how everybody's reacting to situation it makes it seem more so like a racist ideal because like bro when this thing went down everybody and their mom was saying yo Black Lives Matter that's what African Americans are saying then you have some Caucasians saying Black Lives Matter then other Caucasians occasions we're saying, wow, like if only African-American people would just calm themselves down and stop being so angry, stop being so mad when someone's arresting them. All right. So this is the thing um, from, from what I've seen. Right. And I know that there's yeah. like, multiple things. But from what I've seen, like my, they put him on the ground and they're asking him to get up.
0: There's a there's a really good video. Um, I might I might post it down below in, in the comments. Uh, New York Times, I think, uh, shared a video on YouTube of like mm-hmm. breaking down the whole scenario. <laughs> Yeah. And they show everything. like that. He was already in the car.
1: Right. So I'm saying, so like, like you got to understand. Then he was people, pulled out. And then people already don't know rights, but that's a whole other story. But what I'm saying sure. is, I, to me, I think that like, this hat, like to me, this is the racial act, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, cause like, uh, there's peaceful ways about doing things. And even if somebody doesn't like, if even if somebody doesn't cooperate with what's going on, like the inhumane part about it was like, yo, I'm, I'm putting you on the ground, putting my neck, putting my knee on your neck. Like, even if they put it like, bro, like normally on TV shows, I'm a TV, TV show, but it's where every situation when people get arrested or something like that, they put you on a the car, they put you on a the car, then arrest your hands, they, they, they arrest you, put your hands behind your back and they arrest you. At that point, it's, everything should have stopped. Put this man, put this man on the ground, like not put him on the ground, but like at least let him sit on the sidewalk or something like sure. that uh, and call it a situation. But no, you want to put his, like your knee on his neck. Had that been a white man would have been the same thing. I can't say that. Keeping, I'm just keeping it really honest.
0: Let's. I, I like to hear. I like to hear. Key, uh Um. Travis. Uh. His point of view on, on what I just said, as far as it being a heart. Heart versus uh, racist thing, but I, I want to add something, Keegan, because you you just you said something really cool, really uh, striking. At least, um, you said that had it been a white man, would have been the same outcome, and the reality is, I don't know.
1: I can't. I can't. The favorite. The the odds don't favor, bro. And I and Honestly. see. They,
0: what makes it what makes me say I don't know is that media only shows us black people dying. They don't, they don't show us when a Puerto Rican person is happening to a Puerto Rican person. I was at BJ's today getting my tires installed and I and I brought my laptop with me my backpack because you know you're gonna be at the tire shop for about an hour and change. Maybe I get some work done. I walked into BJ's to buy something and I walk out and the lady at the at the checkout at the door asking me to check my backpack. And immediately, which is bad on my behalf, I think. I think. Immediately I'm like, why? Man, and she tells me there's a there's a there's a policy posted out the door. I read the policy and I abided by it. Mm-hmm. So it's like while while, while we're while what you're saying is absolutely right, and I agree with you. I think it's also an unfortunate thing what media does to this, is like we only see certain things. We don't see we don't get to see the whole narrative, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Travis, what what, what? Yeah, we say sir? Trav, what do you what do you think? Is it is it the killing of George Floyd? Is it is it a racist uh, uh, action or is it a a heart condition?
2: I don't think it's one or the other. Mm. I think it's more so a combination mm. of, of those. And um, like when you think about what you know he did, and he was on, he had a knee on his neck for the amount of time he had on his neck, too. It's like, you know, that screams to me that it, that was intentional. So it was, you know, you know, obviously I think it was racist. And the fact that the other police officers there, they didn't seem to bat an eye at it. Um. Yeah, I... I definitely feel like it it was intentional it was a racist act. If, if it was a white person, Mm. would the outcome be different? I think most likely, yeah. Is it that, okay, if it's a white person, you know, the, the outcome is, you know, different or whatever. I'm not saying that and I'm not, saying that media doesn't sometimes perpetuate a certain narrative onto us, but um, I think regardless, you know, the act in itself is what I'm saying is I don't think you could, you know, really deny what he did, especially because of the way it was done and how long, you know, again his knee was on his his, his his neck now it doesn't seem you know to some people like 8 minutes okay but when you when you you know you count that you know that much time like i remember i was watching the memorial service and there was a part where they said let's you know let's just have a moment of silence for you know the duration of time where uh, wow. the knee on the neck the, 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 of the knee on his neck and Standing up there, you know, I was like kind of reflecting to myself, but I was like, wow, this is a long eight minutes, you know? And it's like, so imagine, you know, when you're on the floor, someone's got their knee like on your neck. And, you know, obviously when you're in an uncomfortable position like that, if someone's twisting your arm in a certain direction, naturally our body wants to turn back, know, yeah. Yeah, in, into the right, you know, because it's uncomfortable. And, I just couldn't imagine that. So yeah, I just I feel like it was it was a racist act.
0: Travis, you uh you said something that made me pause for a second to ask the question. Um you said if it was a white man would the would the outcome be different? And and you said uh um, you don't know. I, I believe I believe that's what you said. Um and I I was about to interject and ask the following. If it was a lighter complexioned black man, if it was a light-skinned Puerto Rican or a medium dark-skinned Puerto Rican or another race, a Mexican, would the outcome still be different? Because I, I, I think, I think um, and even on, I, I, I can speak for Puerto Ricans, not for all Puerto Ricans, not for all Dominicans, but I can speak for our culture and, and say that sometimes we can be racist to, to our own. Like if there's a darker Puerto Rican around a lighter skinned Puerto Rican, sometimes we'll we'll say uh inappropriate um, jokes.
3: I, don't like, I think that stuff. becomes a race issue. I think that becomes a colorism issue, which unfortunately, you know, some yeah. people do. Because um, like if you have you have for instance, for things that I've seen, granted, I'm not Dominican. I'm not. I'm not Hispanic. Shout out to all my Hispanics. You know but you about to be. Uh, you
0: about to be married to a Hispanic. You might you as well. You me so, but,
3: but you know. <laughs> you know there was an instance. Like there was an instance. Like actually, my fiance. Oh wow. You do it again. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, it I'm good, but good. um, actually, she showed me a video of a girl on TikTok. She's studying Spanish, but I could understand what she was saying. And she was basically saying that um. She's of a brown skin complexion and she's Dominican. Her dad is a darker complexion. And she was like, she was with family and her dad who was a darker complexion was telling her brown skin brother and cousins and dark skin Hispanic. I'm just talking about skin tone. Sure, sure. He he um, He was telling them not to you know, not to date or marry dark skin people. And, but the brother is dark-skinned, the brother is a brown to dark-skinned complexion person and the cousin is dark-skinned. And, you know, she was like, how is it that that we have such a separation of color when it comes to our culture? So I think that issue of it being, that issue of it being, uh, whether it's a lighter-skinned Puerto Rican or a darker-skinned Puerto Rican or Dominican or whatever Hispanic country that we will ever do, I don't think it will probably make a difference because there's also racism towards them. From other people,
1: so I don't
2: think it would have been any sort of pitfalls, To be honest, yeah, I'm saying like I, I meant that if there was a white person in that position, I don't feel like they would have been treated the same. So as aggressive, but I'm not. Yeah, like so. Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, sure. is it guaranteed that every time? That a white person is in that situation where they're being arrested, they're gonna come out, you know, f- perfectly fine, and they're not gonna be abused by the police. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I've seen every instance of that happening, but I just feel like more often than not, blacks in that situation would be treated more unfairly.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, but it's just I agree with that. Yeah,
2: like I mean,
1: I don't know. I feel like it, I think I definitely agree with, uh, with what you was saying too. Because it's just, I don't know, man. And I think, and I try, and I, I don't want to sit here and say like I speak for like all African Americans when I say this, but like the a, a good vast of um, us as African Americans in our culture, like we just like we just love to love, yo. That's a real thing. You just love people. A lot of times there's a, a lot of African-American, like African-Americans who are appreciative of not just the African-American brothers, but even their Caucasian brothers that, that, that actually like care for them in that aspect. You know what I mean? So we're all, so I feel like that like loving aspect just transpires through not just, uh, like music, not just like basketball or NFL or whatever, but like anything, everything that we do. Like when when it comes to like being people who are police, like black people, like black policemen, like I believe that they actually do care for like some for um our like counties and our um our our states and our cities and stuff like that. But I, I just don't know if I can say I would see the vice versa. That's what I'm saying.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: if I seen a black cop, like a black cop arrested a white man and put his like to the point that he put his his um knee on his neck. I cannot say that, like, one, I would see that physically. I cannot say that other policemen would not tell him, yo, you're doing too much. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, so I just, I, I, and I'm not saying, and I'm not trying to be, like, disrespectful or nothing, but, like, I just feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. Like right. I'm not saying that there aren't there aren't good policemen. I'm not saying that there aren't people who actually would help because there are many. And, th- and to those who are who are watching this, I appreciate you and all that you do and the fact that absolutely, you like, absolutely, you know, you're you're keeping everybody safe in our in our nation. I, I love that. But in and the reality some other people, right? They just don't feel the same way, and I cannot. I, it's, the, the, it's a lot for me to sit here and say not not just from a hurt piece, not just from an emotional standpoint, but even from a psychological standpoint, bro. I just don't think. That like it would it would go vice versa, yo. I just don't I just don't feel that way. I've seen that I've seen the the vice versa happen too many times, bro. Like right. even and going yeah. into like going into like the school situation too. By us, like you and I don't think i kill. I don't think you was there, but like it was right around like our freshman or sophomore year or something like that. And um, there's all these riots happening in Baltimore. And
0: oh, everybody was talking, yeah,
1: getting, and, and everybody's talking everybody's acting crazy about it. And that's this was happening in the school. The African Americans at the school were saying, yo, we need to start listening to gospel music in school and stuff like that. So there's a whole situation between like the music department and like African Americans in that aspect, um, yeah. at, the, at Valley Forge. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying to say is that like like when we was up there trying to like combat the like um uh, the music department and some other people at like, Valley Forge, um, no, like, they was coming right back at us. You know what I mean? So, like, they was coming right back at us. And I think that's just where we're at. It it, it becomes a fight at that point. But, like, if it's vice versa, you know what I mean, when a white person instead comes to the white person, like, there's, there's no other white people telling them to stop. Like... I was one of the African-Americans that was saying to the African-Americans who were trying to push gospel music to said, hey, like I love that, but we got to respect what they, what they have too because we're, in, we're, we're mm. in their situation right now. Like Valley Forge is a primarily white school. Therefore, we're going to have to listen to some CCM stuff. But I'm not saying we shouldn't listen to gospel stuff. I feel like this would be a mix of work a mix. to completely like knock out what they're used to I can't do that. So I was that black person that had an ultimate, I had an ultimate, like, or different idea of what they were thinking. But if a white person says, like, no, go to a gospel school or a black school and say, yo, we want all CCM, like, which has been been said underneath the table. Unfortunately, conversations like that did happen while we were there. Exactly. So, so the thing, so the thing that, but what I'm saying is that, like, with if a white person was to sell, go to an um, all back school, go H- HBCU, a white person go to HBCU and say, "Yo, I want y'all to listen to rock music and CCM." Like, the other white people are not stopping him to say, "Yo, you should really consider what you're doing right now. Think about what's going to happen." They're just saying, "Okay, well, I think it's right." So, boom. So, that's you know what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't think I think like on both of our sides, there is that no one is being like. I don't want to say logical, but no one's like taking that step to say that, that other perspective and really think about it. So when when white African or white Mar- Americans come to us as African Americans and say, "Yo, y'all have a problem," nobody's stopping them because they think they're
0: right. Right. Let me let me ask let me ask this before we go to, to Valley Forge. I, I wrote I wrote something here. I wrote the word police and I put a big dark uh, rectangle about it around it. Mm-hmm. As certain people are biased towards um, skin color, we, 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 we agree on that. We agree on uh, the killing of George Floyd being racist, and, and Travis, what Travis said as well, uh, it being a heart thing as well like their morals, their heart the intentions behind it. I, I agree with that as well. As we see certain officers, certain people in power, certain people, period be biased towards us, towards our skin complexion. Um, do we notice when we are biased towards police officers or, or in other words, have you noticed yourself look at a police officer differently recently? Because I I know I do. I, I, I now look at every officer differently. And I have cousins and friends that are in the military that are in, in law enforcement and I respect them tremendously. I thank them tremendously. Um, and I don't want to discredit those great police officers because the reality is you can be, you can hate law enforcement, but if somebody's breaking into your house, if somebody uh, inappropriately touched your daughter, if somebody stole your car, who are you calling? You're not calling Joe Schmo from down the street. You're dialing the 911. So at the end of the day, we all circle back around to that 911. Certain people, a kill set like this, a kill's like nah. I'm a, <laughs> I got set for that, brother.
3: Nah. <laughs> it depends. It depends where you are in the world, but um, no.
0: But but, but but here's my here's my thought. Here's my thought, right? I've been in many scenarios in New Haven when I was living back home with my mom before I got married, where I'm driving and there's cops next to me that are texting and driving, and I'll roll my window down. I'll make the cop roll their window down. I'll say I say stop texting. What's your badge number? And I immediately call internal affairs. I do that all the time, all the time. I do that now. Is that I wrong? Us three.
3: I promise us three. Uh-huh. Can't do that. I promise okay. us that if when okay. Travis get his call, he can get his call. And me now, like okay, we could try and do that, but that's not the case. And going back to your statement about looking at police differently, like you said, I also have family members. I have friends who I went to school with, people who I still stay in touch with, who are correction officers, uh, DEP officers, uh, police officers. Today, I just watched my aunt get um, promoted to a, a, a colonel in the Air Force. So, you know, mm. I have people in in military services and stuff like that, but still, there's still that, you know, there's still that feeling when I see police sometimes on the street, you know, and of course, I get it, not all police officers are bad, but I don't know all police officers, so I know I know I know my crew who are you know who who are supposed to protect us. I know they're doing what they need to do, so I'm not worried about them. It's the ones that I don't know for like for example, like actually, this is some of the stuff that we have to do. If I'm driving down ninety five going back to school from Valley Forge mm-hmm. and state troopers to my right. And um, he's, let's say he's doing, the 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 turnpike is 65. Let's say he's driving 60 and I get to do 65. If I do 67, there's a chance that I might pass him and he might, I might be doing 67 and he's doing 60. So he's actually in front of me, but driving slower. I'm going to slow down and stay either a couple feet behind him. So I'm, there's no reason for him to try and stop me or anything like that. Or just admit there's been, there's been, Times when it was me, it was me. Trav. There's one time we went to Applebee's. Me, Trav, Keegan, oh. Isaiah, and Kareem. Yeah. And the officer said I was speeding going down the road. Downhill. I was going. I was going down. I was going downhill. So <laughs> it was like it was weird.
1: You.
3: <laughs> but when he pulled up, it's bad. We rolled out all the windows. My pen was on the stand. real Travis had his hand on the roof.
1: <laughs> Yo,
3: I, I had, bro, had bro, matter. bro.
1: I had my, I had like, my phone in tap just ready. On some like, real. Just seriously. I had my phone on tap. Like, and yeah.
3: unfortunately, we had to do that. We were in the middle of Autobahn, Pennsylvania. So it was like,
1: mm.
3: you know, and then the first question, are, where are you guys coming from? School. What school do you guys go to? Valley Forge. Valley Forge. What Falls. school is that? The school two miles from here. Right north, on, bro. Right off Charlestown Road. Yeah, like <laughs> um, that's we,
1: so yo, he ran that's the he ran endless. the
3: plates, he did all this he ran the plates, he did everything. And before he even like before he even like told me like what was going on, and he didn't like we were just already complying already, but we were in the car like, Lord, listen, hey man, it's us again, like Yeah, this is the last time. <laughs> but we were, like and I and like ultimately this time I can tell you I was not speeding or anything like that. I was really going down the hill and he stopped he came out down the hill. And like before he told oh, I stopped y'all because you guys were speeding, I was like down the hill. He's I'm just gonna give you guys a warning and everything like that. But it was it was crazy because you have five dudes who are in sweats and hoodies. Because it was mm-hmm. the winter time during that time. We we're going to Applebee's, you know, half off apps after nine o'clock. So, mm-hmm. Trina, it gonna be, we'll see Trina. We we're going to hang out, you know. Oh, wow. It's just an instance like that. So, even in small cases like that, I'm just careful because I'm like, Ooh. I don't know what can. I, I don't Is that know the only
0: interaction you've had with law enforcement? Um, like, in, like in general? In general, like more, more on the uh, negative side? Like, that could have been negative, but that's, like, very mild I, that, negative.
3: That, that that could have been real negative. It there's been yeah. a case where I'm asked to come out the car, and many instances where they had, oh, we suspect we smell, we smell marijuana in your car. You I serious? Don't man, it's happened so many times. It's happened in Pennsylvania. It's happened here in New York. It's happened really, in Alabama, Alabama. It happened in Georgia. It happened, it happened in Reading. Like, you know, there's there's been many instances. I don't smoke. I know you don't. I don't smoke. There's nothing like that 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 I do. So it's like I'm like you smell marijuana. Oh, you were one time they stopped driving and I was going in and out. Um, It was raining outside, so I'm like having to deal with stuff like that. It's happened so many times over, and I'm just like I'm not used to it. But
0: have have they ever resulted in? Have they ever resulted in getting uh, um, like tickets or, or citations or anything like that?
3: Yeah, I've gotten a ticket one time for, um, they said that they, the probable cause is that they smell marijuana. Oh. I smell marijuana in the car, but I got tickets because my taillight was out. Okay. But that's not what you style me. You know, yeah. I was able to fight the ticket. And then when I show for the thing, I show for uh, um, for a hearing and the officer doesn't show up. So yeah. it just gets thrown out. But oh of course that happens. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big black guy with a beard. <laughs> like do yeah, a do-rag yeah. sometimes, you
0: know? So, so, so. I, I, I'm curious to hear, uh, Travis and Keegan's, um, uh, um, interactions with law enforcement. I had a, I had a scenario. I had, I had a situation with me when I'm leaving upstate New York. I mean, it's like a white town up there. Like there's no Puerto Ricans, no, it's just white people. Um, cop, state police pulls me over. I'm, I'm making a turn. and It's almost like a yielded turn. It seemed like a yielded turn. There was a stop sign. I ate the stop sign. He pulls me over. Uh, license registration. My first and only ever, first and only time ever getting a ticket, um, getting pulled over. It gives me like a $300 ticket right before summer tour started. I think I told Travis this right before summer tour started. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to fight this thing. I'm thinking I was going to fight it. I ended up not fighting it. 300 bucks. But um, I go back to the scene to show that the stop line was faded to take pictures, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And there's a white lady driving, does the same exact thing, eats the stop sign. State police is right there hiding, does not pull her over, does not go to pull her over. I'm like, you better go get her. I'm like, I've always been like that. And that's going to get me in trouble one day. (laughs) I was like, you better go get her, officer. So he goes. He He goes, pulls over, pulls off, follows her. Bro, when online within lying, within a minute and a half, last maybe, he's already on his way back to his hiding spot. I roll my window down. He rolls his window. I asked Dude, him, did
3: you, soul. did
0: you give her a ticket? He says, no. I say, why? He doesn't answer. I was like, why did you not give her a ticket? Was it because she's white and I'm not? And oh, he's geez. looking at me with his lazy eye. He's, I can't focus on oh, which no, eye. I don't know which eye to focus on. He's looking it's at me rainy. and I'm going like, like this. I'm like, I'm like, which? Why didn't you give her a ticket? Why not? And and he just doesn't respond. I was like, what's your badge number? Badge number was on the thing, whatever. I ended up paying the ticket. But it's just curious or it's just uh, um interesting thing to see that even, like Akil said, he has those scenarios where they're trying to say he's had X, Y, and Z in the car, but he doesn't have it. And then in my case, I get the ticket. She doesn't. I'm curious to hear, Travis and Keegan's. If you if you guys have had any cases like that, any scenarios like yeah. that, maybe Keegan, you
1: can go first. I mean, so when it comes to law enforcement, as far as like driving, buzz, real. Like, I if I was to get a ticket, I just get a ticket. Um, there was one time somebody said that I, I came out like merged to run crazy or something like
0: that. Came
1: and they they said they said that I like that like I, when I was merging, I didn't put on my uh, my. Like, Anyway, so I, so I, yeah, so I'm like, all right, cool, I get it. And he he came up and he he came up to like the passenger side though, and I'm like, like, what are you doing? And, and on and, the highway. Yeah, I mean I and I get that. I get that. I totally understand that. But the thing was he like he approached slow and like had, and like it was nighttime, so he approached slow and like he went back as if he was going to do something. And I'm like, all right. My wife in the car too. I'm like, dang, this is about to be crazy. Like if I if I die, I don't want her to be in front of her. Yo, that's what I'm saying. So it's just it's just little stuff like that. I and mean, then granted, he wasn't he was he was chilling. Like most of most of the cops around my way or Harrisburg and stuff like that, no like they not as crazy, but I do still get racially profiled just by like you know um, me being driving while like I definitely got stopped a couple of times. People thought that there was stuff in the car, and I'm like, all right, man. Like, I don't smoke. First of all, I can't even. I hate to
0: smoke marijuana.
1: I think it's. Tegan, is your car tinted? Um, it was the my old joint was, but not not the one I have now.
0: Okay. But um, I, know, I know I mean, know like, cars, cars tinted. Know. Oh
1: no 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 no, no the, the Malibu the, the Malibu said but I had another car before that joined before the Malibu. Yeah. So but anyway, so like I I think and I wanted to kind of bring this up too. Um I feel like I've been racially more so like racially profiled by like people in stores and stuff like that. Yeah. That's been my biggest thing. Like of I course. will walk bro, I will Do you walk say something? In,
0: do you say something to them or do no. you just keep it moving? Keep it moving. Because the, only, because the only
1: because the only and I'll say and I'll say this, it's not because I'm not afraid to fight for my right. The issue <laughs> is my and I'll say this, bro. And I got um my shout out to LaVonda D. Myers. That's my that's my mom, Evangelist My, She knows, she knows the Lord, our Savior Jesus Christ. All right. Uh-huh. She prays for me all the time. But the thing is, my mom always told me when I was a buck, she said, yo, don't let your evil be don't let your good be evil spoken of. So she was saying that, like sometimes basically saying sometimes when all you mean to to literally do is to get a shirt to put over your back, somebody think you still it. So like in reality, if I if I give it airtime, I'm basically making it seem like I'm really trying to do something. And it's like, no, nah, I don't I'm not doing that. But I, bro, I've been followed in stores before, um people have consistently asked me like, oh well so check your let me check your bag. Like um like clinching of the curse. Yeah, sir. Can you bring your I hoodie down? Like yo, and it's crazy, bro. I can't even like you gotta think about it too, because we are all like Kind-hearted people, we can't even go help an old lady across the street because they think we're trying to jack her. Hmm.
3: Remember Randy when we were in Delaware? We mm-hmm. went to the album Mall and we went to go help that lady who had the we flat did. tire on her pickup truck. And the three cars us- passing by, yeah, is everything okay? Was everything yep. going on? like? Yeah, we helping the old lady fix her flat tire, like, and it was it was a pickup
0: oh. truck too. So that was like. Oh. Oh. A challenge in themselves, trying to figure Yo, out a change a tire on a pickup truck. <laughs> um, I remember.
1: I think it was. Was it last year? It might have been last year or the year before. Something like that. Um, no, my last year teams are the second year teams. Um, at uh, one time we went to. Uh, oh, he was in New Hampshire. And wait, wait,
0: wait, wait is it is it cop related? it's it's not complicated hold it think about it hold it write it down because I want to I want to I want to segue to Valley Forge and just focus on Valley Forge I want to hear uh, I want to hear Travis's point on uh, on his his experiences with law enforcement
2: well I haven't had too many like experiences with them but um, normally like Keegan said when you're in a store or if I'm walking with some friends it normally happened like in high school that was typically when like like if we were just i don't know taking the subway um like if i'm in an elevator and i'm with a white woman say i have a hoodie on uh she's like in the corner with her purse she's like you know do you just,
0: do you think she's doing that because of your race or do you think she's doing that because like oh my god that's Travis Collins <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just, it's
2: weird though because you know they you know they give you the side eye and then they're like uh, you know like, or um but I have noticed like for example if I'm with my father and he works with a lot of Caucasians and not only that but he's been like promoted to a certain point where he's like um you know, like CEO, he works for a moving company. And I noticed being around him and being around the people that he works with, there's a different level of respect because of his knowledge and his education. That's not always the case, you know, cause like Keegan said, you know, you can have all the degrees and stuff and people still look at you differently. Exactly. But I have noticed the difference when people know um, what you bring to the table and they don't see, it. oh, he's not one of them. He's not like a thug, he's different. And some people will actually see that and they're like, wow, you know. And it's, it's kind of sad because some people look at it, you know, they only appreciate you for your uh, your assets or what you can bring. But um, I've also been around, you know, like white people that are like, um, they, they love you for you, they respect you for you. And so, yeah, I haven't had too many, like, run-ins, like, with law enforcement, but definitely, like, racially profiled. And then sometimes it's weird, you know, because when people hear you speak and they they don't hear you using, maybe you're not using slang or maybe you're not talking a certain way or they're like, oh, I thought Hmm. you were like this. I thought you cared about, which is wrong, you know, because, I mean, even if people don't uh speak with the best like vernacular or whatever like vocabulary like you can still you know see people for where they are mm-hmm. and you may not understand who you know like their background and, and what they've been through and all of that but it's just um, not putting labels on people not stereotyping them you know not jumping to conclusions before you get to know the person so sometimes you see that there's a switch. You know, some people, they look at you a certain way. They're like, oh, why is he here? Oh, watch mm-hmm. him. He's, he's about to walk in that elevator. He's about to go to that store. What's going on? And then sometimes they see you speak. They hear you or they see um, what you've accomplished. Or, the, or, and it's a or they
0: see the credit card that you pull out. Yeah, like the type of credit card.
2: Well, he's buying this car like,
0: oh, that credit I'm, card isn't plastic, it's metal, like those kind of things. Yeah.
2: Is he scamming? What how do he get this money? What, what you know, it's a different perspective, you know, and I've seen it, you know, being around my dad because he he really worked he got, hard for yeah. what he had and he came from literally nothing. But um and like I said, unfortunately, it's not always the case, you know, some people will still regardless of what you've accomplished Look at you a certain way. Um, but at the end of the day, I want people to look at me for me, regardless of what I've accomplished or haven't accomplished, and be able to, you know, love me for me and not just right. like, oh, you're not one of the the thug black people, or you're not one of the black people that doesn't have a degree, so now I can respect you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: Not not that not that those people um if if they are thugging or if they don't have a degree. Not that they're any different in the the sense of that they should still be respected, but I absolutely agree with you in that point. And I I realized while you guys all spoke about the uh, issues with law enforcement, um, with the exception of Eric Gardner and the exception of, well, not really my case up there when I got pulled over, but it it seems to me that it's a lot of the reason or or seems to me that most of our interactions have happened um, in other states closer to uh, the South. Mm-hmm. that and maybe key, I don't know if the kill has any, has had a lot more experiences in New York, but you stated Alabama PA down South more than New York. Keegan had a walk in a park in Pennsylvania. Uh, but as we go further down, I, mean, I know it's a lot different from what I hear, especially Florida. Like it can be a lot different. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just interesting to see that geographically, how, how different it, it can be. I want to segue to um, the University of Valley Forge. Shout out to the University of Valley Forge. Some uh, a lot of people have mixed uh, feelings about the, <laughs> about the school. You know, um, They're alma
1: mater. That's all I'm saying. It's, it's uh, well, I, you know, mater, I you know I, mean?
0: I I yeah, I have. To... <laughs> We're I'm out finished. of there. I I do I do love and respect that university. I, I think um I think it's been a, I think it was a very uh, uh helpful thing for me to go through mm-hmm. um. Different experiences, educationally, uh, for networks. Sure. I mean, I, we wouldn't have met. Think about that for a second. Yeah, we wouldn't have met. And it. And even if we met, that like like Keegan Travis and I met the first two three days, and we decided to leave a month later. Those four years made this friendship. Facts. <laughs> yeah, you indeed. know what I mean? Yeah. Us us going like this together, which we all four graduated at the same time. Us four moving our tassel from one side to the other is part of this relationship It's part of this friendship and that's something that i i find unfortunate from a lot of, a lot of alumni that like disown the school and i'm like no but at the same time like yeah they they messing up but it's, you wouldn't be married to that person if it wasn't for that university yeah, yeah there's like, good some cases good and bad that
3: comes with it you yeah everything. everything
0: so i i want to talk about it all i want to talk about it all i want to um I, I want to start off by uh, letting our people know, people that are watching, what we all were a part of uh, team, team-wise. And then hear from your perspectives uh, some of the uh, negative interactions, negative experiences that you guys had when it came to uh, racist jokes with different church leaders or uh, racist interactions geographically. Like when we went down to Virginia, Lynchburg, Virginia, um, summer of 17, and we heard people talking about the Confederate flag after the service, in the church service. I told my team, I was like, we need to load this trailer faster than ever and get out of here. It was Keegan, Travis. That was it, right? It was it was yeah, got to, right? Yeah. 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 We were yeah. trying to get out of there fast. It was enough, it was enough though. And Josh Camacho. It was and me. And Camacho.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 was, it was enough, though, because they, like that, at that church role, it seemed like they could. It was ready.
0: Like, it was ready. It was, we we had an interesting ready. time it there. And so I, I want to start <sighs> off by sharing this experience. Um, and then I'm going to pass the mic off, right? Um, I think it was summer or chosen 16, uh, Travis. Um, well, so the university had traveling teams. Uh, each a lot of universities have this. I think their schools as well, but mostly Christian universities have it as a form of promoting the school. And we were all blessed to be a part of that um, because it gave us scholarships and it helped us help us as musicians, as creatives, build our network, our contact list. Um, So we went out, represented the university, traveled uh, two or three years. A couple of us did a couple couple years. Um, And as we did this, we had different experiences, different things, a lot of $20 a day meals, a lot of four for fours, uh, a lot of unhealthy stuff, (laughs) a lot of of craziness. Um, And unfortunately, during our last year as as a team, there was a leadership, not unfortunately, uh, fortunately for the university, uh, there was a leadership change. There were some things that were happening from leadership that was making the school go bankrupt, and there was a leadership change. Um, however, the leadership change uh, took it out on teams, and we all heard it. We all heard heard it and hurt, were hurt by it. Uh, I, at least I was. um with different things that took place, and um, that's kind of where our bitterness comes from. <laughs> our little joking around comes from. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of like our foundation of what we want to talk about now, University of Valley Forge shout out, we love you. At least I love you. Uh, Keegan's like, nah. Travis is like, yeah, maybe. No. I mean, like, I, I, I have,
1: <laughs> to, I have love for the University of Valley Forge, man. Like, it helped Absolutely. me out spiritually. It helped me out Absolutely. spiritually a lot. I ain't gonna hold. It helped me out spiritually. Cool.
0: Yeah. So let so let me say this right. Uh, during these traveling teams, you would you would audition in the fall. Uh, You would be accepted uh, a week week and a half before the end of the fall semester, and then you'd come back in January, and in January you would start rehearsals uh, six hours a week, uh, two nights nights a week, uh, like 9 to 12 each day. Um, And in those uh, uh, rehearsals, we would have devotions. Chosen 16, uh, it was Travis. As far as uh, um, minorities, it was Travis, myself, a good friend of ours, Josh Camacho, and our brother uh, um, John Graves, shout out to John Graves, from Philly, Philadelphia, in the house, right? Um, JG. There were a couple other people that we not that, were, that will remain nameless, not for any reason, but just because this story in particular um, segues us to this thing, and 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 Travis is about to laugh. Um, but we're having devotions, and there's a gentleman that uh, is is mentioning he's, he's each devotion will be led by a team member. Um, this particular team member was uh, his his devotion. He didn't mean anything negative by it, but he would say certain words. Like he would say, uh, when you hear the word Bible, what do you think? When you hear the word uh, love, what do you think? Well, one of his words was, when you hear the word gospel, what do you think? Caucasian guy. He said, when you hear the word gospel, what do you think? Another Caucasian guy on our team says black and starts to laugh. Um, and he's, a, he's Travis knows now. He's a really good person, though. Uh, he has he a really, he really great is, heart. Though. He really is, though. If, he really is. If, yeah. it, the person that said black, if we think about his story, if we think about, in, in Travis, you know you know that summer very, very well, his experience in Potomac and later on through that summer. But if we look at that person um, from that experience of jokingly saying black and, and obviously causing all of us to laugh, um, but at the same time, the minority realize, uh-oh, but if you look at that scenario and where he's from, middle of nowhere, right, Florida, and then look at who he was when he graduated, we see the difference in him, mm-hmm. the positive inf- difference. And it's like, wow, he was around us so much that he saw that, like, like like Travis said earlier, everybody's not a thug. Everybody's not, depending on how they talk, everybody's not X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So I just think that was interesting to see that while we all have Valley Forge from different points of this country um, – we had different points of view on certain things and him jokingly said that, but then his point of view, his, his personality, his friendships, his, uh, who, who he was friends with really changed. And the more and more he saw uh, and kudos to that person. If you're watching, you know who you are. Um, so I would love to hear, I, I want to start with chosen 17. So this is going to be Keegan or Travis. I want to start talking about the church in Lynchburg, Virginia. And then we're gonna we're gonna venture off into the summer camps. We during the summer tours we would travel to summer camps. And we'll talk about some of the leadership jokes. We won't mention any names. We won't mention where it happened. And then just really different experiences that you guys had individually going into a gas station, leaving the hotel to go to like a corner store or whatever it might be. Different scenarios that maybe Travis saw that I didn't see while being on the same bus and, and things like that. So let's talk about Lynchburg. Uh, just a little context. We. Um, this was midsummer, hot as mm. anything you can think of. It was a hot time of year. July. Wherein, it was July. Yeah, it was Lynchburg, yo. Virginia. Um, I just the name Lynchburg. I don't. I don't even mm. know if it makes. I don't even know if they did any lynchings there, but just, <laughs> Lynchburg, Virginia. Right. Let's
3: keep going. Let's yeah. just keep
0: going. Uh, uh, um, we yo. go to this church, um, and this church had a sting. I don't. I don't think they communicated this properly to our team leader they had us with the two girls which were our sisters we loved them we protected them like those were our sisters uh mm-hmm. so this day we do we still love them um they had a staying at the same like we were sleeping on the church pews i don't even know how, where we slept did we sleep on the floor
1: uh, it was like it was like slept, so they had, had like a yeah they had like a chap they had like a church actual sanctuary. they had like a mini chapel in the gym and stuff like that uh, yeah. we like stayed i think we slept like on the pews or like some like a weird like a they had like a youth room or something a youth room the upstairs there. and we all slept we all slept on the floor in that youth room
0: remember? yeah and the I girls mean, didn't know that they were gonna stay there with us i mean nothing was gonna right. happen we were there was no romantic stuff like it was all friends yeah, trust at me at that point um no, so and and uh i think the pastor came and got the girls and put them in a the hotel and then and our, our group message just starts going off. It's like a sketchy... There's two white girls, though. Sketchy Hotel, they're saying... Um, I'm like, okay, just keep us on tab, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Funny experience. But we end up leaving the church. And Keegan, I don't even remember how we got back into the church. But, like, love, uh, maybe... Girl. maybe I think Josh stayed behind or somebody stayed behind. Yeah, somebody had to
1: open the door when we came back. Because we all walked... We so, went uh, to Walmart. Yeah, we walked to the Walmart.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there was a uh, Walmart next to the church at, like, 12 at night in... Lynchburg, yes. Virginia,
1: and it was bro, y'all. It was hot, yo. It was hot. Hot like, it was, summer it was, night. Even at night, it was hot. Like, was but, but do you,
0: but do you remember people looking at us at that Walmart? Yes, sir. It was weird. I, I remember that. I, I'm now thinking about that story. I remember that,
1: yeah.
0: and I remember us going back, um back to the hotel or back to the church like faster than ever. I think we bought Walmart super fast. We had a good time.
1: Yeah.
0: And I remember tore, tearing down front of house. That actually funny story about that church. Um, it was an older church, older people. Oh I'm gosh. running audio at like 89 decibels. I don't know exactly like it's like I'm low as, as ever. And there's an old lady, an older lady next to me with her ears plucked. Like it's like super low. Like doesn't won't won't bother too much. There was another lady that walked from the back of the room <laughs> to the first couple of pews, leaving things behind. You fill in the gaps. Like yes. leave, like the Easter egg, like Easter bunny, leaving things behind. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like that happened as well, mid-service. Yeah. Yep. Uh, an interesting scenario. And then at the very end, we're tearing down. I legit hear a group of people laughing and talking about the Confederate flag. And I think I, I was scared. Not not in the sense of, like, anything was going to happen, because obviously not was going to happen to us. Like, we were out doing ministry. God's going to protect us. But at the same time, I was scared in the sense of like, wow, I'm really hearing this. This is 2017, I'm really hearing this, and then that took me where where we were at. So, so Keegan Travis, I mean, what what were thinking about that, man? I, I told you guys, I think you guys were the first people I told. I was like, yo, pack that drum set faster than ever. Forget about that Artorio keyboard, leave it behind. We are out.
1: <laughs> well, first off, all, I still have that keyboard to this day. All right,
2: no. Trav, man, talk to me. Yeah. Trav, that man.
0: That was crazy, yeah. Trav. Talk to me.
2: It was, um, yeah, I didn't even know everything that they said, but I mean, from what you told us, it was like, wow. And the fact that it happened right after the service, like you yeah. said, you know, it was a really powerful service. People, you know, being ministered to and the fact that that had went on, it's like. And and you know, mind you, we see a lot of crazy things at camps. You know, you see camps. I mean, yeah. Great. That's next.
0: That's next. That's next, Trump.
2: That's, that's like, um, why are you doing this? You know, so so I mean, we understand, especially the kids. You know, none of them are perfect. None of us are perfect. But that was like one of the like most shocking things to ever hear. Um. And the fact that they were comfortable doing that, like open in the open, right? It was like hmm, something's like that's off,
0: you know. hey what do you what do you what, what, what was running through your mind? Key?
2: Yeah, when y'all, I told
0: I, you that, or or some of the things maybe you saw that I didn't see.
1: Um. Yeah. I. So I'll pay. I'll take. I'll like piggyback and just say this from a general standpoint. Um. I've learned to trust in the Lord. That sounds so, like, 60-year-old, like, Kojic, like, grandma. But in reality, like, that's a real thing. Because I've realized that, like, uh, my, my years at Valley Forge, I literally had to play and minister in front of people, like, who did not like me because I was Black, you know? Didn't like me because of the how I played, just how playing and stuff like that. So it's been a bit weird. So I, I definitely, like have felt like those situations but that whole confederate flag thing uh, it, it wasn't i think i was only like messed up because um stuff was already sketchy from the jump i think that was yeah. a real situation like the fact that the girls like went, they like they was all going other places like we don't i mean i didn't mind it it wasn't there was it's just that, like ah we are definitely protectors therefore we try to make sure everybody was good period now we weren't worried about like no nothing wow we trying to make sure everybody was okay and they were uncomfortable they were definitely uncomfortable even with leaving with the guy so it was just like that situation was awkward so when we heard a confederate flag thing i'm like yo this is this is really crazy like i didn't think anybody's gonna do anything but it's just it just missed me that you see um a puerto rican like uh running sound puerto rican leading worship uh uh, yeah african-american uh playing keys and African-American playing drums. And then you still I'm talking about, oh, yeah, like like Confederate flags. Yeah, we had like
0: an a, a Asian bass player.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. We were diverse. We did. We were super we were super diverse. So I think, like, that's just something that was just a little bit crazy to me. I'm like, why is that a thing? Like, why are we still worried about Confederate flags? Like, that's, that's awkward. And, and it was just the fact that, like, we knew where we were. Like, you were saying, like, it gets crazy once you come down south. And um, Yeah. That was VA. So that, that whole teaming, that whole uh, – because the camps over there too was crazy. So it was just like and we we seen all our situations.
0: You were driving that summer. I think I you drove us summer. out of there. and I a- did. And we were supposed to be driving like speed limit because we had the full trailer. But I think we I were. I with the quickness. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I, We
1: man, was out of there, faster, there. faster than was... a
0: fat kid <laughs> in dodgeball. Yeah, and then, and then
1: if you remember too, if you remember too, it was kind of crazy because they were trying to get to take a picture at the end. And I'm like, yo, like we trying to be out. Like we, I still got the picture to this day. Like I'll never get a joke. <laughs> I had I never I had the little hat on or something like that. And I'm like, yo, we really got. Go. We all
0: I got like, the we all got the same hat at Walmart. Yeah, bro, we I was like a,
1: exactly. I look like a whole suspect right now. They like they really trying to like. You got the here. Uncle
0: Ben hat at Walmart, legit. Bro, like four of us.
1: It's Crazy.
0: I That's funny. Was crazy. That was, was funny. Was. Akil, talk to us a little bit about um, some scenarios that you might. I, I, I think I remember hearing one. Uh, your your first summer. Uh, one of the camps or something like that. And, and I guess we can segue the camps, but after a kill statement. But kill, talk to us a little bit about maybe a, a, a scenario that you faced or you saw on the road representing a university where you thought you had to call your mom and say, Mama, I love you.
1: We
3: um, <laughs> were in Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say any names whose churches was because the, the people who invited us and who run the church and the pastor of the church are great people. It's probably just people who just probably didn't know what they were saying was kind of crazy. But um, it was, uh, it was myself. Uh, I played bass for the other travel team, NUMA, for the Summer 17 tour. Um, I played bass, uh, drummer Kareem, also if African American is descent. Did
0: you only do one year or you did two years?
3: I did one year, one and oh, done. Oh, oh okay. I came in, did chapel teams, got on got on travel teams. Oh way out, there, man. Graduated oh, early, got out. Yeah. But um it was me, Jared Lopez, who is of Hispanic descent, and Kareem who is also an African American. Um Jared was sound tech. Um I was on bass Creamers on drums and um we had to stay at um at host family's homes. Most of the time if you do something where it's not like an hour or an hour and a half away, you had to stay at host family homes. And from leaving the rehearsal
0: host home going to the wow. host
3: home like the person who we were staying with was just he was just saying some some weird some weird things, you uh, know. I like recorded on my phone cuz I'm in my mind I'm like I don't know if this guy is joking or if, you know, or if he's like serious. So I'm recording it and me and Kareem and Jared are all in the car. Like, <laughs> but in the back of my mind, like, this is not, this is not, I'm not going to state the things that he said, but I'm just going to say like, they just weren't the the best things to say to a, a group of non-Caucasian people sitting in your car. And um, there was that situation. And then, you know, like, during the night, like, sleeping with, like, an eye because you're still thinking about what the person said. But there was that situation um, being being in, like, the middle of nowhere for some of these camps. Um, like, can we say locations? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we, we
0: all we all hit the same campsite up in uh, Romney, New Hampshire. So, so being the in Rom- the Romney being, Bible Conference. Being,
3: being out there, you know, being in a situ in a place where it's like simulation, civilization is like super spread out, and the 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 amount of people that look like us is like we can count on our hand. And compare it to the mm-hmm. hundreds of people that are there or in the area, even if we're there with another school ministry team, like I think we were there with North Point, mm-hmm. but even on their team, you know, on their team, they got a handful and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just Great hearing people, some yeah. of Great people, don't get it twisted, yeah. but just hearing some of the things that some of these some campers would say sometimes, some of the jokes, seeing the eyes, like when you go to Walmart, people are like, Well, what's going on? and and stuff like that, having to deal with that. Uh, and then like, you know, a lot of the cases going to some of these churches and you 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 see the phrases, you see you hear the comments and you're like, Yo man, let's just let's get up out of here. Let's, yeah, let's
0: grab this camera. Let's go, camera.
3: man. Yo, we wow. hungry. Now we'll stop when we get out of here. Like yeah. let's go. Like let's yeah. just go.
1: And I think the wild thing about that, though, bro, too, is that sometimes, like – and I'm not – I feel like our – uh the people that we was on team with, they were kind of understanding a little bit. But sometimes some uh, some of them wouldn't. And I'm like, yo, we're I don't understand, understand how, Yeah, it's not like how, how y'all not catch this. Like, like we – and, of course, like, they're not going to know because – and I'm not faulting them for it, but they're not going to know because, like, they're not in our skin, so it's a little different. But we would see things inside, yo, like, Like y'all are mad comfortable at this table, and they are eyeing me because they think I'm about to like come at their daughter or something like that. You know what I mean? Like or whatever. You know what I mean? So it's it's just crazy. And especially
3: being at some of these camps too, where um some of these camps we're not only the we're not only the 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 musicians and the worship team.
1: Mm -hmm. A
3: lot of us were either doing double duty or triple duty. Some of us were, um, some of us were the worship team. Some of us were counselors some <laughs> of us were
0: Counselors. some security. of us were the security. security
3: some of us <laughs> were, the, were on the duty for games oh, yes. and stuff like that yes, so fun. a lot of the times you want to be comfortable that's because so you want to be on your feet all day and you know so a person like me if I'm doing games guaranteed my do-rag is on you yeah. know for those who are watching don't know what a do-rag is hence what the reason I wore a do-rag this is literally
0: for hair control yeah. Hey, were yeah. you were you ever told to take it off?
3: No, I was never told. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. wear it on. St- I wouldn't wear it on stage, right? And stuff like that. Of course not, because people I mean, jokes
1: like that, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, and then you'll see um, you'll see, you know, people try to make a joke or something based off of my do rag, or they they have this presumed idea because I have a do rag on, I'm a thug, or I look like a thug, and sometimes. Yeah. A- there's people that look like me that tell, that that had that presumption presumption about me, but for those who know me know I'm nowhere close to being a thug. I, I ride now. Part of my colloquialism, I, I ride for mine. I ride for mine. But me having a do on has nothing to do with me being a thug. Right? It's simply for hair control. So especially us being on tour, like we're we, we, we not, we, we not getting cuts. We're not getting cuts. We're not getting cuts. Hair, our hair doesn't grow straight. Like some people, I hear girls like this. Some people are thinning, some people aren't thinning, some people are bold. Some people yeah. like. Ah. I had I was mine. Thinning.
2: And I was, yeah, but I never, but I used to just, for the same thing, because I was just trying to keep my hair a certain intact,
3: way. And trying to be comfortable. So if I'm, right. thinning, then sometimes like you get off security. And then when you get off security, you have to, you know, you're hungry. Like, because you'll do, you'll do activities all day. After you do activities all day, You'll do um um you do activities all day after you do day, you gotta play in service. After you play in services, you gotta do security until everybody go to sleep. And by the time you look you're hungry. Yep. So now you gotta go find food, but you're still trying to be comfortable in the middle of this. So I got the do-rag on. It's a little cold and right then I got the hoodie on. We go to, you know, Walmart yep. or Wawa or Sheets wow. or anything that's in the area and then you just have those people just like yep. around you. Or you have the security guard move a little closer to you when you walk in, in the back of the store. You know you go into, you know, you go into maybe you go into the um, the the place where they keep the juices. Maybe you go into it twice, so they're like, "Why do you go into it twice?" Let me come around the corner and see what he' doing, mm-hmm. sir. I'm going for the sweet tea and the lemonade, so I can mix them together. Like, yes, yeah, like, try it next time. It's really good. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So It will be yeah. something as, as simple as that, and you just walk around, and you see it, and I'm just like, like that happened. At least once a week, no matter where we went. Yeah, I mean when we were, that week when we were on campus, that was different because the sheets in the wall where they know what well, we come back before, they know it's already. Yeah, that's home yeah, base. You know, yeah, that's home base. So they know. But when fast. you go know to some of these outside locations, and you got to deal with that, you, you see it. We see it. We, you know, we were able to look the other way because it's really like, oh, I'm not. I already know why you're looking at me the way you're looking at me. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
3: but, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm worried about you. But it, it happened at least at least once a week. The entire summer.
0: So when, when we look at when we look at a lot of this traveling, you know, we're dealing with uh, pastors and, and, and people people in the church world with power uh, mm-hmm. that are all over the place. You know, different locations. Um, I, I remember we had a couple scenarios. Um, not going to say no names or location uh, where we would have uh, district youth directors um, and different people on their staff joke around with different things of the African-American culture, like Kool-Aid, fried chicken, um, whatever it might be. And and we have to be ha-ha, he-he. But on the inside, it's like, yo, what are you saying? Like, yo, what are and you... I-
1: Yo, keyword on that have to be, though, bro. Keyword on that have to be. Keyword on that have to like, be. Because, like, and, it's, yo, and it's no, like, I promise you, I don't mean no harm to anybody, because I really love all the leaders that we had. Y'all were great people and so stuff like that when we came to Valley Forge and universities, and stuff so like that. That's cool. But, like, I promise you, like, had I really had said, like, what I really felt like saying, y'all all would have been down my neck the next two seconds calling me, making sure that I'm not, like, wobbling, Making sure that I'm not, like, that I'm, I'm going by protocol and stuff like that. But, like, I, I needed y'all to back for that. Cause yeah, it's it, it's like blatant in our face, yo, like blatant, and like and I, and I and don't get me wrong, like I said, like I like I said earlier, like I have had personal conversations with these people who we're talking about, yeah. and we, I've had and they've told like you know I said some stuff that was really jacked up, and I'm sorry, I apologize for that, and I appreciate that because in reality, like that means really because it was before everybody started asking for like stuff from white people, but in reality, they were saying, no, I really realized that I've been going through some. I've been saying some things.
0: You know what I mean? Like Here's here's a question, Akil. Oh, excuse me, Keegan. When I'm saying any names, uh-huh. think about Chosen 15. Yeah. Who was my leader? I'm not saying no names. Right. When those jokes were said to that team, do you think the the three black people that were on that team were called? No. To apologize?
3: No. He said 15? fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen.
0: What? Okay. Okay. And here's here's why. Here's why I asked this, because you have something to offer these people still.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I say. That's why. That's why. Like I'm not. That's so. Why it's I'm like.
0: Not. It's like. Is the apology a PR thing or is the apology genuine? Because if it's genuine, Travis should have got a phone call. If it's PR, okay. only Keegan gets the phone call
1: i feel you i feel you and i think and i think like for me like for me like the only reason why i think that i believe that this is a genuine thing for me is because like i have had conversations outside of of racial things with this individual okay and they have told me like and we actually had like we sat down like (laughs) ate together talked about stuff like and it's been like legit uh, there's been there's been no barrier of color like there was before because there was there was like, yeah. you know, especially when I was in Valley Forge. But I think what it was is that like um you got to think about from this standpoint, too. um When you make when you create something, you have something and something comes into the mix and, not, and doesn't fit to that situation. It's easy to manipulate because you want to you want to be for your thing. Like you know what I mean? Like if I if I like if we t- talk about mixing, if I'm if I'm screaming on a on a on a track, like yelling and screaming stuff like that. But you want the mix to be good, you're taking my vocal and you're like putting it into like mix it to what you want to be. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I feel like for but um, that whole idea and that camp. They wanted us to fit to what they needed at the time, was it value for us. But now we're not in for Forge and I'm doing my own thing. They appreciate like my artistic I, I like my artistic like ability because it's not it's not I don't need to fix anything. Like I could like if they ask me something, I could say no. You're like, talking no. about like from a musical uh, yeah, from 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 a musical standpoint, but also just from a standpoint of like just uh just like life, you know. Because I think a lot of times like people will um do whatever they can to fit to make the brand but they'll like uh neglect relationship while having like but i'd rather like worry about the brand than relationship yeah. And i think because like the brands are not making are not like like they don't matter anymore like i i'm not at valley Forge. i i'm not going to that camp like now we're talking about a relationship and i feel like that's where i built that relationship with him you know what I mean, like, and we were gotcha. telling like, hey man, like at the end of the day, like I, I, like I love him, I really do. I feel like he helped me, like he had, he talked to me about multiple things. He helped me with a lot of situations before. I, I, while I did feel like there was some, like, uh, some racial part of it, like back in the day. I think, like right now, as from my standpoint, it, everything's been cool. Now, if something was to come up after this, then okay, like we'll have a conversation. But other than that, like, right, it's just, at the end of the day, it's just like I hope that this conversation we did was, you know, not for people. but I, I, I believe wasn't.
0: So, so we we all had some interesting uh, uh, scenarios and experiences at different camps, and whatnot. I mean, we, we can sit here and talk for for hours on on camps and and, and leadership and different things. But the reality is that the racism in the United States is still happening. Racism in the United States in churches is happening, and churches are not talking about it, especially uh, uh, churches primarily like in the Son of God. That tends to be a little more. Uh, uh, Caucasian and, and lighter-skinned churches. Um, don't I'm not seeing a lot of conversations uh, about what's happening. Um, I, I want to segue to really focus on on campus and the University of Valley Forge. Uh, a little context. Um, we both. We all. Kill when you started was uh, Dr. Meyer president.
3: Yeah, when I uh, okay when I that was like his
0: last was... year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we all started, we all started the university with uh, um, previous leadership and we all left the university with different leadership, I uh, graduated the university with different leadership. Um, I was talking to Kill a couple of weeks about this. Uh, and uh, one of the things I, I mentioned was that we were talking about, uh, one of the things I said to him was really like, is it necessary for companies and organizations to make a statement during this? Right, think about an answer for that, because I want to hear that. Like, is it necessary? Like, do we really need Valley Forge to say something? Do we really need Beats by Dre to say something? Do we really need Apple, Coke to say we're with the Black people? Like, is that necessary? Or should we be looking for? Uh, 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 um change like legit change like no we're not going to have a black ceo we're not going to have a black uh cfo we're not going to have um laws that that make the confederate flag uh uh, uh, wrong we're gonna like nascar change the nascar change their policy on the confederate flag or we're not going to have conversations about making the kkk in the united states that still exists and operates until today we're going to make them label them a terrorist group that now makes them stop like, do we look for things like that or do we look for organizations to say yes? And I want to hear your answers about this quickly so that we can we can move to the university. But what do you guys think? Like, do we should we be looking for organizations and businesses to make statements? Is it necessary? Is it a PR stunt?
3: I say, the reason why I say yes, that we needed them to put those statements out because, of, well, for me at least, when I see that statement, that's just the beginning. Okay. So I'm not looking at the statement just for them to tell me, oh, they support us or whatever like that. But that statement is the beginning. So now when I see that they make the statement, cool, you made the statement. Now what are you going to do to continue it on? That's what I want to see. For example, if somebody did something foul to me, I want that apology. You know, if somebody did something foul to me, I want that apology. But the apology is not going to be enough. The apology is after you apologize to me, what else are you going to do? But well, Me getting that apology is me seeing, all right, you're about to actually begin this. Now, if you put this apology out, but you continue how you are, then I know, all right, forgive you, but I'm on my way. I'm, I'm going to go this way. Same thing with the Black Lives Matter. We support, you know, we, we support things against racism. That's just the beginning. So once I see that, because that's just the public, that's the public statement hey, we are in support of you. All right, you're in support of us, now what else are you going to do?
0: Mm, okay.
3: You know, that's that's why we need that statement. We're not looking at the statement to say, yeah, we're going to lock with them forever. Now, once that you, now that you've said that you are in support and you you realize all the injustices that happened against people of color, in this instance, how are you going to go about making sure that that doesn't happen in your corporation, that doesn't happen on your university, that doesn't happen in your schools?
1: So.
0: Is that something that you, uh, uh agree with Keegan and Trav? Um, well, yeah,
1: his, what, his statement. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I agree from a, a really good standpoint. Cause, um, I think from a standpoint, I, I'm say this, um, Bible says that faith without works is dead. And I think that a lot of times we install faith by like, um, believing something's going to happen but when the works come that's when we that's when our faith is being like executed so it's kind of it's kind of like a reviving circle in a sense so like we put in faith and then the works come in so our faith goes up higher we'll go to more works faith goes up higher so we yeah. have a lot of faith and the works work so it out well so that's good and um I think that our faith was like we're saying like, hey man, like I we really, really wanna believe that you guys are saying this for the mere like act of like my people, you know, not just for a PR stuff, not just for like like for better situations. So the fact that you said something is cool. But now that also opens up the gate for me to help to hold you accountable for like yeah. actually like fulfilling that situation and everything else. So I mean, I feel like that should be said and also I think about from this standpoint too. Um not to compare, it, but I mean, we have to because of the world we in. Like- just a few months ago, like we got crazy. This, this pandemic went down, and everybody was like going with coronavirus and stuff like that. And like we had businesses, like our local businesses that we work with now, as well as like Nike, whether it's well like uh different like uh shops and stuff like that. Bro, you know how many commercials have changed? Like we're State Farm talking about like COVID nineteen and how like we're here for you if you need yeah. and stuff like that. I, Quick, I that.
0: overnight they Quick. made stuff right. like that.
1: I love that. And the thing about it was, what happened was it was a, it was a it was a thing that happened in the world. Um. Systemic racism has been happening for a while now. Um, it doesn't, and the wild thing is, it doesn't it? Doesn't just happen in America; it happens in America. So uh, I feel like the statement should be said for all the simple fact that we're now not dealing with a county issue, nor more so a city issue, not a state issue, not a country issue, but a worldwide situation of African Americans being. Um, Wrongly treated, let alone us being three eighths. People a of color, yeah. People of color, yeah. Like, we're, bro, three of a person. Like, remember that. That's what we feel like, not even half. But that's what I'm oh. saying. So,
0: come on. Let me let me ask this. Um, this is really is really where this conversation leads to. Um, we have the university um, not make a statement for a while, but we have an individual um, say something that many students that were friends with this individual on Facebook um, did not agree with. And <laughs> for lack of better words, they ripped them a new one. I say that with all respect. Um, tons of comments blew up and and whatnot. And then we see the university days later make a, a statement that I think a lot of alumni agreed with. I didn't read it because I'm the type of person that um, the statement, the statement... Kind of like what a kill said. Okay, you made a statement, it's the beginning, but now what? So I'm 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 always on the now what part. So it's like the statements usually to me, I don't I don't care enough. I care more about what are you gonna do now. Um and and so that's what I look for. I, I, I'm looking to see what the university will do now. Um based on history, will anything change? Will will there ever be a third traveling team that focuses on English and Spanish? No. Because that should have happened years ago. That should have happened when I was on campus, when Josh Camacho was on campus. No, that's not That's not going to change. It's not going to happen. Will there ever be a um, non-gospel worship team for chapels? In other words, will we see a more diverse chapel team um, for all the chapel teams? No, because that should have happened with all of us on campus. Instead, we got one time a month that we can add a couple of different chords. Instead of that, we got to stick with the the same progression every time. So, is it going to happen? Is it going to change? I don't know. I don't. I I don't know. But at the same time, I'm not. Yeah, you know, I, I've got to think about the people that are coming in behind me, or people that have come behind me, the people that are going to be there, the people that to this day I say go to Valley Forge, right? I got to think about those people uh, for for change to happen and for change to occur. And I think this is where we can agree on. It. It's like. While we have a voice right now, let's, let's, let's inspire change, let's inspire hope for these people. Even on a, on a Christian campus, even on a campus where leadership, executive leadership, on a picture seems diverse. On a picture seems diverse. We don't know what it's like closed doors. We don't know what it's like anywhere else. I know that um, some of the experiences I face with racism on campus, and that's what I want to hit now. I want to hear you guys talk about that some of the experiences I faced were very different than others, um, especially because of my complexion, right? is different. But I, I think people didn't say much to me because I was very vocal. Like there were times where, um, and this is this is my stance on on, on, on anything that goes viral. It's like uh, I, I wrote it here to talk about it, but we, we don't have too much time, but it's pretty much action versus post. You know, it's like we had a, dis- I had a discussion with my wife a couple of days ago because we're at Walmart, a lady comes up to complain to the manager and says, This Dad Spanish guy sorry. working sorry, at Walmart ready, is the no. You're good. <laughs> I, I I I got upset on my wife, and we talked about it. She understood my point of view, and she agrees with me. But I got upset at the time because I, I understand I was I was drawing attention to us. She doesn't like being the center of attention. I was drawing attention to us by by calling out this lady that had nothing to do with me that was dealing with a uh, uh, a manager was already being dealt with. I said, stop being racist because she kept highlighting this Walmart employee as Spanish, and if you can't speak English, you shouldn't be working here stop being racist stop being racist is what i kept saying um and i think it's the action versus the post you can post all you want look pretty put as many hashtags as you want but the reality is if you're not saying enough of people my 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 opinion if you're not saying enough of people nothing's going to change if there's not change happening at the university or in these organizations in the assemblies of god in kojic in 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 uh, uh the the hospital leadership what, what i mean you you fill in the blank whatever these changes has to happen if it's not happening. What's the post going to do? It's a beginning, right? So that was, that was my thought. And it's like these experiences at Valley Forged, you know, where, where I would say something, I wouldn't really experience anything because I was always quick to put somebody on blast. And that got me in trouble a lot. But like there were times where my, my dorm room didn't get fixed. The, the, the ceiling was leaking. Nobody wants to get it fixed. I'm going through the right protocols. My ceiling is leaking. Oh, okay. I'm friends with board members on, on Facebook. I'm going to post it on Facebook. My ceiling got fixed so fast that I never had an issue. And it wasn't like they ever the tile. They put brand new pipes. It, it was a brand new bathroom. Why? Because we exposed them. And I think that's what the social media does. But we go through the protocol. And anyways, I, I say that to say that I, I didn't really see much experiences um, too much because of that. I think people were afraid that I was going to highlight them. But Travis, talk to me first. What are, what are some of the... The scenarios that you've seen on campus, man, a school that was somewhat diverse. I know the majority was Caucasian, but there was some diversity. There, there was an attempt. You know, we had the Black History Month uh, 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 lunches. We had the fried chicken that they would make once a month. We had the Martin Luther King chapels. You know, we we what else? What else did we try at the university? What else was attempted? We had the Hispanic Fiesta nights, where we had everybody wearing sombreros. You know. There was an attempt, right? Hmm. What do you guys think?
2: Well, I think, like, what I was saying earlier, you know, people have a perception of you when they first see you. And after a while, you know, when some people start to actually get to know you, it changes. Um, And that could be from a music perspective. You know, it could be just as a person. You know, they see your character and um, you get treated differently. Um, So with me, um, I wanted to just be the best I could be in whatever position I was in. So if I was playing on the traveling teams or chapel teams, I wanted to fit into the role I was in and do it at the highest level ever. So certain things I took personal when it was like, yeah, you almost got it, but that's not quite the sound. Or like you're good, but you know, um, less, I, I don't want to say like, oh, like less gospel, like, you know, but there was always this like- uh, that's, that's the phrase.
0: <laughs> what well, you just say it, Travis? Because that—that's yeah. what it was. It was less gospel. Wait, it was—it was, it was yeah. less less sizzle on the cymbals It was less uh, uh, chord changes. It was less 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 uh, slapping. Uh, less lapping, less and, less,
2: and I'm less all, flavor. For, I'm all for playing appropriately to the style of music because I'm—I'm I'm all about the detail, the fine details of things, and especially in music, I want to play it right. I want to play it, you know, accurately. Um, But sometimes that was a bit like tricky because it felt like um, sometimes the gold pulse was being moved, Mm -hmm. you know, like uh, and, you know, again, after a while, you you keep working and, and it's like you're either trying to do it a certain way because you want to be approved by people or you're doing it because, you know, this is something you love. But I know for me, I had to kind of redirect my mind to things that I had control over. And that's just reality across the board, like with life. Mm-hmm. As a black person, you know, there's things that are against you. You know, sometimes people have a stereotype that, you know, they they have a, a preconceived things they think about you or whatever. And it's like, there's nothing you can do about that except do what you can do to control um, your circumstance as far as like, like, like how you approach life. So I've always given my all. So there would be no doubt that, Mm. hey, regardless if I'm different, I come from a different background, or I play differently. You're going to have to respect me because... I can play this style as best uh, as good as the the next guy that maybe he grew up playing that style or or whatever it is um, in the classroom you know um, so i just I just go in with that mindset just really
0: you, you proved yourself you didn't just you, you didn't just fight for a microphone you you, you more earned a microphone
2: hmm yeah
0: I, and I think go ahead sorry
2: yeah I'm just like I understand like after a while you know there's some people that that have viewed me a certain way things will change and things change you know because at first it was like mm, this is good you know and he's playing he's got this snare and he's got a tune that you know and it's you know <sighs> cool snap <laughs> Crazy. and and I understand it it wasn't like okay but I know that if I do the, do my part as far as like studying the music studying what I have to do like as far as being a better musician and fitting into the role more often than not things fall into place you know sometimes people still won't understand mm. and you you kind of have to learn to, to be okay with it yeah
0: um
2: not everyone's going to understand you not everyone understands what why you do things the way you do it or why you sound the way you sound um you know speaking from a music uh, musician like perspective but um you have to stay true to you and sometimes being there it's like you know obviously ccm is big there you know it's a big thing you know that's the music that's generally played so you know at least the kind of Christian music you hear. And
0: we were there during a shift in CCM. Like, how, yeah. if, you, if you hear CCM now, there's a lot of what we were fighting to include in CCM, is a lot of what you're seeing now. A lot of what Elevation is doing has a lot of diversity in, in how it's being produced, is what, what we were fighting for, what we were trying to do. Even from a mix perspective, me being at the soundboard, how I was mixing, how I had that snare sounding snappy and cracky like it crack. sounds on a gospel album. Right. You know, not not fat and big as it sound on a CCM, but we, we, we were catering what we were doing. So I I think that's pretty interesting to see. Yeah. Right?
2: I just feel like there was a misunderstanding. Like, it's not trying to make everything sound gospel. It's not trying to make right. it sound the way I feel like it should sound. And sometimes I was wrong. I was like, uh, no, I want to do it this way. But I'm like, then I started doing my own research. I was like, okay, there's a reason why they use bigger crashes for certain songs or... There's a reason why this snare is tuned lower. The reason why the toms maybe are using one time instead of two. And, you know, once I started doing that, then the approach was different. Mm-hmm. And I got a better result out of it. And I could still be myself. You don't let the environment change you. But you, being yourself, you know, have an influence on the people around you. And then you start to see the change. You know, you start to see... Um, Like you said, with teams, people, their perspective, the, the way they look at you, or the way way we are, it's not the same as how they first, you know, initially thought about you. Like, oh, you're just a black person that's doing this, or you're just uh, you're wearing the do rag because you're doing this. You know, they start to understand more because you got to understand. You know, a lot of you know they haven't been in your shoes, they haven't experienced what you experienced, so. For some people it's time, it's a mm-hmm. matter of time and, and being around certain people. Yeah. But you have to do your part as far as, you know, staying true to yourself. And you'll be surprised how you can just impact people.
0: Do you feel that like you were treated fairly um, from professor to professor?
2: Yeah, I, I felt like there were things that I disagreed with at times. And some things I was just too naive to understand at first. But um eventually I did. Um eventually I did understand and um I felt like I was treated fairly.
0: Well uh, what about you, Keegan? What do you, you what are your thoughts <laughs> on, on some of the uh some of the uh points that he hit and also like what are your personal experiences on those?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I feel like when it comes to like body and the whole music scene per se. Um I did feel a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say racially profiled, but kind of like racially profiled though, because um, because I feel like it was a situation where like people had uh, only assumed that I can do one thing, and mm. that's and and to be real, that's not even from a standpoint of me being black, more so just with my like. Where I come from, with church of God in Christ, and uh, I said I played ham in Oregon. The reason why I got a part, a, I got like a half of music I should because I played organ, and everybody's like, "Wow, like he plays organ, that's so cool." And then they tried to put me on, like the uh, they tried to put me on um, a brother of gospel scene Yeah, yeah, it was like, it was cool. <laughs> uh, that's what I was team. saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, "The chapel me on that joint." I'm like, "All right, whatever, cool, my my business." But um, when he came down to being on uh, traveling teams, funny story, I didn't even try out. Cause I was like, I was like, no, nah, there's no point. There's no point. it out. No. they already have two dope keyboarders, and like, I know everybody. You must, didn't, like, you didn't try out? No, I didn't. Interesting. No. So, I, so what happened was that, like, they. I'm gonna tell you exactly what happened. So, um, the our leader of what well, the, well, the, the uh, Cho, uh, chosen Numa had called me, and was saying like, yo, like, why don't you try it out? And I said, well, first off, y'all already had two dope keyboards on the teams. So I'm I was, there's no point in me trying. If they're going to be back, I'm just going to chill. So then I found out that they wasn't doing anything. So I was like, all right, cool. So I guess I'll try it out. i tried out and then I didn't make it. And after I didn't make it, somebody had left one of the teams to go do some other school and stuff like that. And they said they wanted to put me back on because they needed me for my music directing skills. So I I... Like, yeah, I got, yeah, I got played because- What, what
0: time of year was, where were you put in?
1: This is 2015.
0: No, I know, but what, how far in the season?
1: No, I, I so we- the, the,
0: the team had, was the team already doing chapels?
1: It was, it was after, yeah. So it was after, um, it was after their first breakaway. Uh. After their first, after, after the first breakaway for 2015, oh. I, I got put in. Because we breakaway.
0: were the only team that had an MD at that point. Right. And so a a diverse team like ours at that time, 15, introduced what the music directing was. And then every team now since then has a music director.
1: Yeah, and I, try, and I try to tell people, because we tried, we try, like, we we were innovators back then. And we really was. Yeah. And it's not like saying that, no. I'm not saying nobody else was doing anything good, because it was. But it's just like, I, I, between 15 and 17, yo, we was innovators, yo. We did a whole bunch of things outside the box that Cash was not doing, and made it work somehow. But it turned yeah. to, our, to our musical style, to the whole music direction thing, and like, keeping the leaders and the directors to like two separate things, also our set list. To uh, our breakaway songs, nobody was doing breakaway songs with like us. And that's no shade. It's just like, I feel like, I feel like to me, like, that's just how I felt about the situation. But in reality, like, I feel like I kind of got hurt because, um, Pete, like, my friends who, like, not, not Trav, but like other friends I had back in 2014, 15 when I was there, who were African American or, or like Spanish or like Hispanic, were saying, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, Keegan, you too churchy, man. Like you're too like you you play the organ, like you going to play keys. You you're a never be a keyboard player, so I don't know why they would push mm-hmm. you on. So then I got put on and all those cats left. Like yep. all either they or either they got kicked out or they didn't Where are their, they now? No, nah, I mean they're doing their thing. They doing their thing though. I'm saying like they respectfully doing their thing. But my situation is like, um, I'm a person who like I take that adversity and just make it for what take it for what it is, but push out to be a better thing. So like mm-hmm. I actually appreciate like um like some of the people telling me like a lot of people did. Keegan YouTube church, play block chords. Okay, cool. Played my block chords and that got me to where I need to go. So I did my own thing. And like, it's so funny because like people would like people seen, I'm not trying, I don't want I'm not trying to be Borshes, but people seen like, 2016, 2017, Keegan, and it was like, yo, like, he's probably like, he's, I love, I love chosen I love, that's, that's my guy, Keegan, he's a cool dude. They don't know what happened to 15, they don't know that whole situation yeah. that was going yeah. down, stuff like that. Yeah. And how, yeah.
2: And yeah. how I, go ahead, Charlie. Oh, can I stick a pin there? And I was witnessing that. i like, he's saying the truth, like, because there were people that would just straight up doubt, you know, yeah. his ability to play the music. The correct way, because he had this fancy chord or this or that. I mean, I didn't experience that to the same degree he did. For me, it was more chops. They hear me that oh gospel, oh chops, you know, drum solo. Chop City Mayor, yeah, (laughs) and all of that. So it was like, yeah, and that's cool, and I like to solo, but I can play the music straight, or if you know, I I can you know do the 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 um, you can play the record appropriate time, you know, in the music, yeah so yeah. i mean it's only weird though because like i think from the standpoint of like with
1: music bro like like music without feel is is like dead yo like like i love music i'm not and i'm not saying that like pocket don't feel good because the pocket does feel good but like even <laughs> even like while we in pocket though it's still like it, there's still a groove to it i'm still feeling it and like you and y'all know like and randy and trap y'all know like there's some songs that like the um There are some of the CCM songs we would would kill, and I wouldn't even touch any black chords. I'll just be chilling in the yank, like just minding my business, just like killing the pocket. But in reality, like I was just more upset at the fact that you guys tried to limit me. Not you guys, but the people tried to limit me by saying, hey, like you can only do that. So what's the point of even trying to like do anything else? It's crazy, man. Like that's wild.
0: You said oh, some on, funny man. stuff, just now, bro.
1: What <laughs> the he pocket? Said, feel, the pocket feel pocket good. Pocket
0: feel bro. good, and then chilling in the yank
1: and the yank, bro. That's that's yo. That's that's, bro, up, that's bro. Warren Brown. That's, that's Warren Brown. Brown you gotta that's catch, Moore, Brown, catch that's, up. Man. That's oh, the guy goodness. right there, Warren Brown. <laughs> that's the guy right there, man. He plays. But no, nah, like I, that's up. what I'm saying, though, bro. Like in reality, like I, I did. There was some. It was very racial. It was some racial tension out there,
0: man. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you guys this. Um. What what can what can white people what can Hispanic people do differently? I was so well. yeah
1: in terms of Valley Forge or in general
0: in in terms of racism in terms of uh, at Valley Forge I mean what what can we do differently because I I know I was I I had times where I would say jokes you know inappropriate jokes about towards skin color or. Or you guys? Maybe, and I don't know. Maybe you guys allowed it because you knew that I didn't mean anything bad by it, you know. Or were like would laugh with me. I don't know. But still wrong, you know. It's still not not right. But wh- where where do we go from here? Where where do we go from here as as a group of believers, as a as a country? Where where do we go from here? What can we change? Shameless. Or, or, or what if if you had if you had the the president of the United States. The, the people that a lot of white people look at or if you look at like the most whitest, the most supreme leader for white people and you look at the most supreme leader for Hispanics and they look at the most supreme leader for Asians and whatever that leader said they would do, what would you tell them? Like, what, what would you change? What would you tell them to stop doing?
1: I mean, I feel like I not... Go ahead,
3: Turco. Like, for me... I would just tell them to, it depends. So people who aren't, you know, Black, like you said, the Hispanic community and the Caucasian community, even the the Arabic Indian, those different communities, stop not acknowledging it. Because a lot of people don't, either they don't want to acknowledge it and they just, Skip over it, or they're just ignorance. You know, ignorance is just the fact of not knowing. So you can't really get mad; it's not to be ignorant because they don't know any better. But um, but stop not acknowledging. You have to realize that it is an issue, and for a lot of us, it's it's not just our issue. They they do it towards you know people of the Arab of Arabic of the Arabic or the uh, the Middle Eastern uh, population. They they do it to Hispanics. You know how many mm-hmm. times you hear people say "go home" or part of my French. You know, I hear Hispanics be called "spicks," or you know they automatically call people of you know of Indian and and Arabic you know features. They they call them terrorists and stuff like that. So it was not just a battle that you know it's not just a battle that we as Black people face. So we we want people to know that yo, this is happening to us. And that you support us because it's happening to you too. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's happening to you too. Now, it may not happen as much with people who are called with the Caucasian race, right? but it's happening to, you know, everyone else. So way, somehow, you're getting called to speak, you're getting told to go back where you come from, you're getting called a terrorist, or off mm-hmm. rip, you're automatically called uh, a radical Muslim mm-hmm. just because of you because of how you look. And I'm just like, you deal with it too. So don't not acknowledge it and address, especially if you're a leader of, so you're a leader of a church, you're a leader of a congregation that has, even, even if you only have a little bit of like, you don't have to have a lot nor a little bit. You just have to address it. Even if your church has none, you have to make sure because you have to make sure that you address it and that you acknowledge it because at the end of the day, the kingdom of God don't look just like you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. mm. you get, when, we, when we all get to heaven, you know, we sing the hymn, when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that would be. It's not just white people rejoicing, it's me, it's you. It's our Arabic brothers and sisters, it's our Hispanic brothers and sisters, it's our, you know, Alaska. Everybody, is everywhere, heaven don't just look like us, you know what I mean, or look like you. It, it, it's all of us there. So even if your congregation or your company or your, um, whatever it is that you're a leader of, like, don't not acknowledge it. Like let people know this is not what we do and, and work towards not making it happen in your presence. So not in your presence, like wow. acknowledge it.
0: Wow. What, what about you? What about you, Trav? Well, what, what do you tell, what do you tell us to stop doing? What do you tell us to change?
2: Well, like he was saying, of course, you have to acknowledge it. There's a problem with that, you know, for some people, I guess, because of fear or something else that's causing them not to, to even acknowledge it or approach it. It makes them feel uncomfortable. But then I would say, why? You know, I would ask, why? Yeah. Where is that stemming from, you know? Is it something your background, you've raised a certain way, your parents said, this is the way, you know, that that it is. And, you know, you have some people that have grown up that way. Parents are racist and they're saying, these people are like this and you kind of go with what they've said, like, oh, this is the image of black people, this is how they are. So not just acknowledging it, but you know, doing the research. Um, if you have to have conversations with people to, to that you trust, of course, that that know, you know, have conversations with a with a person you know that has knowledge about it. You know, doing your own research and reading books about it. There's movies, plenty of documentaries about it now, um, especially in this era with social media. Yeah, um, is. Is not really much of an excuse because we have the access now that we didn't before, you know, we're not just, um, forced to read out of a textbook that could be spewing like false information. Mm. We can go find the source, you know, we can find the right information if we want to seek it. But, you know, again, it's a, a lot of people, there's a uh, internal issue there. They're like, they're fearful or, they're scared because oh, if I say something and it's the wrong thing, they're gonna think that I'm, you know, this or that way. Um, I'm sure it's a struggle for a lot of uh, a lot of people. You know, they're like, oh, if I speak on this, if I say this, then, uh, you know, they might react a certain way. They might think I'm not, you know, for them, and I really am. And I'm but um, yeah, I would I would ask why. Like, why are you feeling the way you feel? Why are you fearful? But I I would definitely say research. You know, that helps that helps a lot because then you 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 know where the truth is and you're not being um, oblivious. You know, you, you, you can be held accountable now too, especially when you publicly acknowledge it. That's why I like the posts to a certain extent, because they, they not only bring awareness to the situation, but now you're you can be held accountable. And I think maybe that's part of the reason why people are posting about it. Because again, not saying that um if you don't post Black Lives Matter like 20 times a day on your story, you, you don't care. But and I'm not saying if you do that you know you don't care either, but I'm just saying you know maybe that's part of it you know they're fearful how uh, how that'll be perceived you know uh.
0: Keegan, what do you think what yeah, do you what, uh, what, what what do we stop what do we change what do you what do you tell us so we tell big Randy to stop going uh. <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's crazy! But no, nah, like so. <laughs> so no, nah, um, told me to stop yawning.
1: I told you to stop yawning. That's basically what it. Is. Nah. Um, one thing. Uh, shameless plug. Being in the, in the being in the psychological world and in that um the counseling realm, I feel like I've learned a lot of tactics when communicating with people and communicating about harsh um, harsh uh, situations and attitudes and um, different like situations. Um, I deal with talking to people daily about like how their family is like, you know, um, they how they're like living styles are like in that, like they're not good and they're, they're corrupt. And I feel like it's, I found different ways to talk to people about negative situations. So I've learned that, um, a lot of times when you want somebody to change something, you can't, it's it, you can't really talk at them in a sense where it's like saying, Hey, like you need to stop doing this. Or don't do that. That's not right. And I feel like we like I feel like for African Americans, it's hard for us to do that because we've been faced with this situation for the longest time. So um, I'm saying that to say that what I would do is that I would want, I would just tell like leaders to recognize what makes us equal. Um recognizing what makes us equal. I, I believe those things that make us equal are um the natural things like us being humans Um, we're not like uh, forget the fact that we have skin color Um, we're not animals we're not lions we're not tigers we're not bears we're not birds whatever we're humans that's one part of an equal situation Um, regardless of who gets killed who gets shot or um, who gets like hurt or or like hurt or whatever like and when you bleed you bleed red everybody does all four of us believe red. If we had a white person listening, they would be red too. So I feel like in reality, like um, like these are all our things that are, that keeps us equal. And uh, the problem uh, the problem that I think people don't, that people have is that like, we are trying to always um, overstep somebody's boundary, you know? So it's like, I, I need to be higher than you. Doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I don't think they think all, like, God to me is the only person that's higher than me. And I, and I feel like the situation is, that, and, and from that standpoint, I'm not saying that people don't have, like, uh, aren't qualified to do great things. I'm just saying that, like, if we were to see each other on the equal playing field, that we would understand and feel sympathy for people when they're dealing with situations. You know what I mean? Like when I see if I, if, if I was a white man and I feel like I'm on the same playing field as a black man, when he gets hurt, I see him get hurt and I stop it because it's like, yo, that's, that could be me, you know? But in reality, some people are just saying, okay, well, I'm not, I'm above the law or I'm not above the law or whatever. Like if we was just to stay on the same realm and know that we're all made in the image of Christ, right? Like then we'll be in a stable, we'll be in a good spot. I think that's where we gotta come back to. We gotta come back to where we first began. I don't know, I don't I don't want to make it seem like it's a religious thing, bro, but like
0: I think it is though. It I, is I though. That's, it is, that, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's it a heart it, this, you know, all of this is it really it really boils 2020, it boils down to being a heart thing. Years ago, Ferguson or before that, civil rights movement, was it a heart thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was still a hard thing. It was a hard thing, more on on white people not wanting African Americans to to be labeled that. You know, they were. I don't even think they were called African Americans. I don't. I don't think so. I think that that term is new. I think they were still referred to as as derogatory ter- terms. Yeah. I think now, where we're living right now, even with the looting, even with uh, uh, politics yeah. or, or whatever, like it's a hard thing. And I think you know, not to defend no anybody, but that person that made that post. Uh, from the university, um, that's what they were trying to say, except it was just said completely wrong, and it's like and the reality is like you know it, it, it's a heart thing like we, this country has gone from God far from God. If you look at the statistics, I, I did this research a couple of years ago, if you look at the statistics, there has been more school shootings in schools, obviously school shootings. There have been more school shootings after they got rid of prayer in schools than before they got rid of prayer in school. And, and prayer in schools was eliminated in the 60s so we're only talking about what 50 plus years i don't know do the math yeah. 70 yeah. years or so ago. 60 years yeah. you know so you're talking about in 60 plus years there's more school shootings in schools than as far back as the, as the age of this nation as far as back as far as far back as the first official school that, that, to me, shows that there's a heart thing. That, to me, shows that, that we're, mm-hmm. we're losing sight of what we need to be uh, focusing yeah. on. And I know we don't have a lot of time. To, to There's so many more things that, you know, we can keep talking about. There's so many questions that I have on the list that I want to just keep asking. There's one that I want to ask in particular to close. But, like, you guys have all said very, very important things, very, very th- – important uh, uh, statements that I have to agree with. I cannot disagree with, you know, I have to join with you and, and, and arm by arm, symbolically walk across the bridge to Selma, symbolically walk across this bridge and take part in. And that, and that's the reality is that we cannot stay shut. We cannot stay silent, but we have to be mindful of the heart. We have to be mindful of respect. And I think that's how this this, this succeeds. I think that's what Dr. Martin Luther King uh uh his thought was. That's why it was all peaceful. It was all about the heart. It was all about making a stand. Obviously the violent stuff worked cuz Malcolm X was not a you know he, he he there was some success. He did strike the right curves. You know, I'm not I'm not condoning violence. I'm not condoning the looting, but I'm saying both spectrums work. We got to lean towards the positive one, the safe one and really just 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 do what we got to do, you know, and
1: if I can say something real quick, sure. Like, I'm so like I do think I, I do agree with you that like both sides did work at a time. Um, the whole thing with the looting, like when you're hurting your own community, I just don't understand what I don't understand how that helps like the situation. If we're if we if we were if people were and I'm not like guys, I'm not condoning like any type of like harsh treatment or looting or like violence or anything. But if it would be different if y'all was going to like. Like suburban areas and like and like going and like you know messing up Walmart's or something like that. But no, y'all going to like like mom and pop stores up the street from your crib and like just taking stuff because you want to take stuff. So like I'm I'm not saying that like the looting that the idea of the whole like, um, we're striking against people who don't care about us is not a good idea. But the whole looting thing is like it, it's it's, a touch, it's touchy because like, I'm if it works for y'all, it's cool. If it, it's a good thing, if you feel like it, 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 it like you're being heard then fine my biggest thing is that, like if y'all did that and like nobody voted or no one's doing any type mm-hmm. of situation to like to to um in in the um political realm and our government situation then like i feel like that's all for naught because like i, I think about from a standpoint of this like um we can say as much as we want to say in the way that we want to say it which is good i love it and i love that i feel like that we can um Find different avenues, different ways to figure those things out. But like, while doing it in the way we have, to, we want to, we also do it the way that the that the nation provides. So we're actually like applying both situations, putting it together, not just putting it to one situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if I if I put it just towards violence and don't vote, then like, I feel like my 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 like speak and my my ideas and my my works that I did. Won't be heard because like that's the way they hear. it. They hear it only this way. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I uh, Randy, you're Spanish. Like like if I'm just talking to like a a, a, a Spanish church and they don't know anything I'm saying, I felt like it was good for me because like I said like wow like God really did this. I'm speaking in the Lord Word, but they didn't hear anything I'm saying because they don't understand my voice. So I have to learn right how to I have to prepare myself in English, but also learn how to speak Spanish to better that situation. That's how I combine the two. I can't just I can't go to a Spanish speaking church and go and speak English and expect my voice to be heard the way that they hear it because they don't hear it that way. Mm. So if we want our voice to be heard, I feel like we have to, we have to learn, like, and re- like Travis saying, research about a lot of stuff that's going on with Congress, with political ideas, with the government and with like presidency, with um uh, voting, because it's the year to vote, like, and also actually going out to the polls and voting. If you're not in the home, like, go to your other stuff, because like, we're not like, as much as I love us fighting for our culture and stuff like that, like me breaking down a window in the store is not helping that it's not i mean it's not if if i'm doing that but not voting like I, it, my voice is not heard so i just feel like we have to figure out yeah, how i, I to agree with you both.
0: i agree with you i think it's interesting too going off going off of the looting topic too it's like a lot of these looters aren't even <laughs> black people not even yeah. people that are being affected. No facts. Or even people facts. that live in the in that area. Bro, coming put, from other areas. People are coming so from like, different
1: cities to get it's stuff. It's like, what bro, are you
0: like, like? What are you doing? What are you doing? If it's, on, a, yo. if it's a Nike, if it's a Nike store and they got some size 15s, you already know how to reach bro. me. What is that? Bro? What but nah, is that? Nah,
1: <laughs> what is that flat screen TV doing to your household that can help nothing, you be help nothing. you better being nothing. an African American man or better uh-huh. being like, like nothing at all? Yeah. All you can yeah. do is build. You'll be able to see the videos now with high def. Like that's what's going to happen. You you, them, you want,
0: you, I, I think I think a prime example of how you combat systemic racism and how you combat all of the narratives against African-Americans is that you look in your mirror, you look at Travis, you look at Keegan, you look at a kill. what they were able to accomplish, what they were able to overcome, you know, from a family perspective, from education, from geographical, from uh, uh, the scenarios and, and experiences that that, that, took, that took place in college. And the scenarios and experiences that still continue to take place today, I think we look at we look at those people. We don't look at, I mean, I know it's not a perfect example, but we don't look at a uh, Takashi Six Nine. You know, he's not black, but I'm saying like somebody like that that's not really doing anything, that's not doing much. Like it's like we don't look at that. We look at people like you guys, and, and for that, I applaud you, I commend you, I I recommend you. You know, like th- these are people that you guys need to connect with if you're if you're watching or listening. People that you got to follow um, and, and and learn from. <laughs> and learn from. I got one last question because you know I'm a sneakerhead, and oh, you know God. we got to talk about sneakers. Oh, Michael God. Jordan and the Michael Jordan brand. Um, they made a statement a couple days ago, or maybe a week ago, um, that they're going to donate a hundred million dollars to different organizations and agencies that are helping combat this. I I was little from the, from the little knowledge that I have about the Michael Jordan brand, the, the little knowledge that I have about what they do. I was a little took it, taken away from it because I didn't feel like it was enough. I feel like he can do more because if you look at it, if you go back and you look at when the sneaker industry really blew up, like in the early 2000s, uh, late 90s, or 2010, around there, is when really it blows up, you got a lot of black people, you got a lot of Hispanic people killing themselves over sneakers that you in a corporate office think, oh, let's just make less of it to cause a more, you know, to drive up the sales. I know that was, that was the point, but what do you guys think? Do you think that that gets commended do you, from, from the black community? Do you think that gets applauded? Like, is that enough? Or do you think that's like, bro, what?
2: I think that that's a tough one because some people, they look at it and they're like, oh, that was good. And Then some are like, oh, he could have did more, but how much is enough? Some people are like, okay, if he did like five hundred billion million, it's like, oh, that's still not enough. He makes, more, you know, and then some people, if he didn't do anything at all, if, I mean, Jordan Brand, you know, obviously too, you know, but if they did nothing at all, then it would have been like, oh, you, you're not using your voice. So, I I think it is genuine, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe he could have done more, but I'm not, like, upset with the amount that he gave. And, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're being honest, a lot of us that do critique these things are not even trying to be involved in any sort of way. You know, we don't even donate a dollar. We don't even sign a petition. We don't vote or whatever it is. And some people are, you know this is where I have a problem with some people complaining about the social media aspect of it. Cause it's like, if you don't see somebody post about it, you believe like they're not being active. Like for example, Michael Jordan, he's not normally a person to come out and say like, Oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Um, he's obviously more business minded, especially now. Um, but even if you look at some rappers or some, uh, athletes, they're not necessarily posting that. Um, not all of them, at least, are posting, hey, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And then people are crit- critiquing them and criticizing them. But then you see a, a video of Steph Curry. He's out there in the protest with his wife and his kids. You see other players like Clay Thompson. And, you know, so I feel like sometimes people need to just, you know, ease up a bit. You know, yeah, of course, there's accountability. You need to, you know, you know, you know, people need to speak up and be actively involved. But just because you don't see a post, doesn't mean you know. Like for example, my parents—they're not really active on social media. It doesn't mean they don't care. It doesn't mean they're not active. Oh, my dad gave. Uh, say he gives like a ten thousand dollars. Oh, he could have gave more. He, he or whatever. Or if your parents make a lot of money or whatever, if, uh, they gave ten thousand. Oh, you could have given more. Uh, you yeah. you really have to pay attention to the actions that, you know, come after that. But to me, I think it's good. You know, YouTube had given, I think, was it a million? I don't I,
0: don't, I didn't no, no. see that. Yeah, I don't I, I didn't was, see that.
2: I think it was a million. They what come, YouTube
0: needs to stop doing is censoring people. That's what they need to
2: do. <laughs> oh my god. Watch this <laughs> video will be censored. No, I'm serious. They censored you know, but,
0: they, they need to stop doing that. Forget about donating
2: and been like, oh, it's YouTube, you know? They obviously could have given more, but it's like, you know, I, I, I get it to an extent, like, okay, yeah, they could give more, but you gotta be mindful of the fact, like, people are trying to be involved, you know? Yeah. And, you I know, think I people think, that do point the finger are normally the ones that aren't, aren't doing to anything.
0: Finish. Action action yeah. versus post. What do you think like, about that, Keegan? Yeah, Why like, Jordan Moran.
1: I, I think, like, Honestly, yo, like I I have, I'm on two sides of it. Cause like, I think, um, the logical aspect is like, yo, what the heck is more like what, like he's giving like millions
0: of dollars. Uh, I can like tell that. you like, what more is. Like I, I can't no, no, like, know. Sell wrong, the Hornets. No, sell no. the Hornets because you ain't doing nothing with your team. No, see, sell the Hornets and then he's give wobbling. all of your money to. know. <laughs> like, no,
1: like but, and, but and when I say when I say what is more, like I, I think I can answer my own question by saying what is more. But I feel like it also comes from like a very concrete situation, like yo, um. Like because Travis talking about how like just because people aren't posting doesn't mean they don't care and I'm like yeah that's very true that's very true but um I think the situation is like we as a society we will we look to people to say things because of who they are as people as people you know what I mean yeah. like um uh, my my affiliation Church of God in Christ our, our bishop. Was um well, it's now it's Bishop Charles Blake, but um now it's uh, before it was Bishop G E Patterson. You know what I mean? And when stuff was going down, like they expected him to talk because he was just that guy. Like, he he was like the head of all the situ- situations that are going on. So like I feel like when it comes to um people and their feelings about what people are saying about the situation, it kind of comes from a standpoint of like, yo, like you said all this crap about everything else. And said nothing about this. Like that I think that would be the more situation. Yeah. And like, and don't get me wrong, the whole Jordan thing, I think Jordan is like the only reason why I don't think about Jordan makes you upset is cause like what you were saying too, Randy, people was dying and like getting killed over these sneaks that he had. Well not you know only saying?
0: that, not not only the killings, but people like your shoes are, are worth a retail so much money that yeah. you got single mothers trying to make it happen for their kids on Christmas. You know, and, and you, yeah, like, at least at least make it a, a less expensive thing. Yeah. I get it; it's the collectible, right. it's blah blah blah. But at the same time, like, like skin, you you're, skin, you're skin. supposed to be helping the black community, but you're hurting them, and, and us, the Hispanic community, by. The show. Yeah, I mean, but so it's so, all retail. But the same, I
1: think current. the but same situation, though but same situational is option, bro. Like, I think when it comes to the sneaks, like, if you really want to buy them, it's cool. Because, like, I don't know about y'all, but Lavanda D. Mines was not caring about any type of Jordans when me. She said, "Hey, if you want sneaks, like, let's go to this retail store. I got you some Nike's right there. Call today. The they sixty dollars. That's a lot of money. Can we bring them down to forty? Okay, cool. Forty dollars Nike's for school, rest of the year. So I'm saying, like, yeah, I, I think, I think it's on, like, on perception and how you deal with those things. But what I, to go back to the Jordan thing, I don't think like it was bad for hit for the brand to do something but as a someone who um sees other athlete activists bro and you want to talk about everybody wants to talk about how like jordan is the goat and everything else and like don't get me wrong because the basketball skills we all we can talk about that all day but in reality like i'll, oh, say, bro, from st- I'll say from a say from a i'll say from a standpoint of this that like um i still need a personal note from you like, cause your brand is great, and you like you typed it up, and like you could talk, and people consulted with you about the other situations that are going on. That's great, but you as a person that makes you make that makes me understand as a buyer and consumer that it hits home for you. That's not just like it's not just a scheme. You mean for a, you. a personal note about what happened, like well, recently? Well, he, think,
0: personal. He's saying a personal think, statement I think, from
1: Jordan. I I, yeah, a personal statement from Jordan saying, say, just tell me how he feels. Not like not like a standpoint of saying like, okay. um, like I totally agree with Black Lives Matter. This is like I th- I need something. I need from him to say, hey, like it affects me as an African American man who uh, played a role in you know just being like I have some type of, of clout somewhere. You know, yeah, whenever he speaks, he did or, a thing. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, I'm, I'm saying I, I see. I wasn't aware that he released a statement more so than the Jordan Brand itself. So that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That like, if the statement was released, then, I mean, I have no problem. His,
0: his son is running the brand. Yeah. So, his so, son if it's is yeah. it. so at the same time, it's like you know, you kind of you kind of yeah. harvest that culture. You you kind you kind of you're, you're able to at his at his level, you're able to kind of like sit in the back and not have to say anything because you already harvested that Jordan brand culture. So like somebody yeah, yeah. else can speak for it within the brand's DNA that you have, you know you created. Yeah, I, do get, I, do.
2: I mean, I, I, I get, think but I, I was a direct quote from. Aside from,
1: it yeah. was a direct quote. See, so I, so yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if, I like, because I didn't know that, then I was saying then everything I'm saying basically obsolete. But in reality, like, that's how I feel about the situation. Mm. So it's, I think it's the same situation with that thing is that, like, uh <laughs> there is. I think all with jobs in general is that there's issues where. Like a lot of times, people won't say exactly how they feel about things. They'll just let, like, they'll let, like, uh, the company speak for itself. And I'm like, that I totally get it. The company could do that, but um, I feel like sometimes it's important for leaders to like figure out like what the, what their stance and like express it from their own standpoint. If I if I let if I led a production company and I had a whole bunch of African American um, artists on my thing, like the company could say something, but I will personally tell them, hey, like. I'm with y'all in every aspect, in every aspect. Yeah. To know that I'm here, because in reality, like it's about relationship more than just like branding, or more so than just like money and how things are going. And that's that's just what I'm, my take. right, right. Okay, I mean,
0: yeah. what do you think? What do you think about the Jordan brand? Uh, you think it's cute or whatever?
3: To be honest, I don't think the, there's any correlation in the amount of money that he's giving to the the uh, consumption of his products and the things that have, may have happened during that time because the same things happen for Apple products. The same thing happened for Samsung products when they dropped the 4K TVs. The same thing happened for a lot of other things. But I think it's all a preference because people have an, a, a pre perceived idea of how much they think somebody should give. For example, I think recently um, Jeff Bezos, Amazon. He had recently gave some money towards something. It was like ninety eight million towards. I can't remember the call at the top of my head. But he recently just gave money to 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 something, and people have this perception. Oh, he's worth thirty six billion. He just gave his ex wife this amount of money. He can give more. I'm just like like Travis said. I'm like you guys are complaining about what the company give gave, but what are you giving? What are you mm-hmm. doing in that yeah. aspect? Like, if I'm if I'm correct, I believe that his terms were a hundred million over ten years towards different things that are bad that are going against you know racial injustice. Mm-hmm. So who knows? That could be money going into a free bails a field bails bonds program or free. You know, it could go towards free legal like fees. cover a, a program that gives you legal fees. So you never know. It could be something as small as a thousand dollars for legal fees. maybe five hundred dollars, or it could be something as high as ten to a hundred thousand. There's money still going towards it. And you people just put these pre perceived ideas mm. and of what they think people should be given and it's irrelevant, you know?
0: Yeah. I, 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 get I what feel you're like saying. it's
3: irrelevant. So even mm. if even if people are like, Oh yeah, black people die getting your sneakers and stuff like that, yeah, they did the same thing with Apple,
0: the, the same thing with, with all these different but, products that came yeah. out. But see, at you the same really time, put... so Randy I, I, agree but... with, I agree with him. Hold, Charles, hold that thought. I agree with Sakil, but at the same time, when you look at uh, and, and kill studied business in school, when you look at the promotions, Apple, Apple, wait, okay, when you look at who owns an iPhone for the most part, is people with money. When you look at people who own Jordans, most of the times they, they don't, they're not money, money people. So I feel like the Jordan brand has always targeted, in my opinion at least, right? I feel like the Jordan brand has always targeted more to the lower pro- poverty, Nike has always targeted more to lower poverty uh, uh, or low, lower uh, income uh, areas in the country with their ads and stuff than Apple. Apple's gonna target everybody, but at the same time, and,
3: yeah, and I get that, but at the same time, I think it's unintentional because at the yeah. same time, yeah, you may say, oh, they target, quote-unquote, minority families and stuff like They're that. They're targeting they whoever
0: exist. gets them the most money. It's a business That's thing at the end of the day.
3: But think of it this way. If you look at a person that joined, if you look at a person like LeBron, those are your success stories. So, of course, people of minorities are going to look at people like Jordan and LeBron and see their sneakers and stuff like that and be like, yo, he really came from, like, Jordan just came from Brooklyn got cut off the team, made it to the league as considered one of the greatest players in the world and stuff like that. So they're going to see that, and they're going to be like, oh, my God. Oh.
0: Oh, he left. <laughs> well, we'll see if we can get him back done. here. <laughs> nah,
1: I, nah. no i, I definitely <laughs> keep, can get him back here. I definitely people what he's saying, though. I definitely people what he's saying, though, because it's yeah. like it's, – it's, like people see, and try to let me know how you feel too. But like people see, like uh, the African American uh, people like growing, and they're saying, "Yo, this is big. This is what's, what's happening." Like they're like this. Like this, I, I, I want to be like Brown. I want to be like uh, I want to be in the team. You know what I mean? Like that's just how I feel. So I, I don't know. I think like,
2: I don't and know. It's, it's tough. I mean, uh, granted, you know, some people are gonna hold the past against them too whether it's Sean, Jordan, or any other celebrity. With them... There he goes. Like, like, in Jordan's case, people... I don't know. What just happened?
0: Flip, flip your phone thing. Flip, flip your phone yeah, thing. You, the rotation. You like, you like this
2: one. Like, <laughs> you like, <just laughs> you this like We're, not, yeah, we're like you. not
0: trying to look at you like this <laughs> Yo. like, But Here's, here's a... Here's a um, I mean, I, I agree with you guys. At the end of the day, these businesses, these companies, they got to make money. They got to target... Who, obviously, you would target... You would target your sweet spot. And your sweet spot in, in these cases tend to be uh, our people, tend to be us. I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm still gonna buy the stuff, but I'm just saying, like, it's like it's still weird, it's still interesting to see a brand yeah. like that and, and uh, hear all the I, stories that happen, and then.
1: I think, bro, but I, I think I, I I don't like uh, I don't know because like I I do believe that like people okay going around people were definitely definitely getting shot over like the, over like Jordans and stuff like that. Stampede like,
0: it on, yep. Yeah,
1: definitely understand that. But I like, to say that Jordan said, hey, I know black people are going to like my stuff, so I'm going to put it in black neighborhoods. I just don't think that was his mind, idea. I, don't I feel like, I, I don't, though. I, thought, I think, I feel like his, I feel like his idea was like, yo, I just want bread. Like, I I, I, I need money. So therefore I'm putting out my, uh, my, my inventory to places, period. Because I'm not, not all like, Jordan's are not really consumed by, like, all black people. It may be, right, Jordan may right. be black people, but, like, it's not, it's not all black people. So I don't think, like, Jordan was saying, hey, like, let's make this Jones like that. That's cool. Because if he was like that, that's going would be a different thing. Because yeah. I don't know if y'all remember, um, Stefan Marbury had a shoe. I whole $15. store. 15 I had them. Oh, yeah. I had three pairs had, of them. Bro. Bro. Oh, I, had, I had, like, four. I had three pairs the And then they bro, came up with Jones. the Big bins. Yes. And, bro, and them, and, them, and them Jones is $15. Now, 15 like, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that, like, all African-Americans are living in, like, poverty states or something like that. But Stephon Marbury definitely said, yo, I know how it feels to not have money. So I want to make sure these guys can have good style with shoes. Okay. Like so that. Shaq,
0: so Shaq with Walmart deal. Shaq has his shoes at Walmart. Walmart is everywhere. That's one of the biggest. It's one of the biggest sneaker deals ever. Like almost even bigger than Jordan and Nike. But what you're saying is true. It's like okay, so so we don't have to hold Michael Jordan to the standard of like making shoes to to low income. He makes a luxury shoe where Shaq makes the shoe for the for the lower income. I think that's what what you're saying.
1: Um, I'm saying that I'm saying that like that. I don't want to say that like the luxury shoe, like, because I feel I feel like, like I said, I well, like, like,
0: like top shelf, top shelf versus bottom shelf.
1: It all depends, bro. Because like, I like I think I keep it a buck with you. Like, um, if I see some Shaq Gnosis in Walmart, I'm copying them Jones. Like, that's just facts. Like, if I see if I like, you know, the, the Shaq Pump Jones that he had no, back no. in the day, the no, Reebok but they're ones. not gonna
0: have those. Those, those I know, I know. A Reebok shoe. I know, but I'm just I'm talking about like
1: Shack so like oh Shaq Duncan, the Duncan Jones
0: yeah like yeah the gotcha. one with him yeah those yeah. those shoes are the ones that you see at Walmart now he made that deal a yeah. couple years ago or so but I'm not gonna hold my first
1: I think my first whooping shoe when I was like I played basketball in like second grade that was the first Jordan cop Walmart Duncan Jones shoe. yeah hold you. I really did so so let
0: me actually let me ask you guys this then to close it up your favorite Jordan shoe and why or any shoe any sneaker. It's probably going to be a, a Jordan, but your favorite Jordan shoe and why? And also, along with that, while you think about it, I'll go first. I'll go first. While you think about it, um, you could you could think you could answer who's going to win the NBA finals this year, and if there should be an asterisk next to that championship. I don't know if you guys heard that whole commotion. Shaq was like, "Let's put an asterisk next to the championship to let them know that oh, they didn't really win." The championship. It was more like let's just get the season over with. Blah blah blah. Something along those terms. But think about that. Um, My favorite Jordan of all time. That's tough. If I had to pick over like comfort, like like to play in, it's gonna be the the 13s to play basketball in. The Thirteens. Whenever I was, whenever I used to play with you guys on, on campus, and I had the the Black Cat Thirteens on, I felt you like <laughs> in those Black Cat 13s? Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, bro. Bro, yeah, bro, I felt, I, I felt light. I, I felt light. I'm, I'm a heavy guy. I felt I light. I felt like, you know, I was doing everything. But bro, when it come,
1: uh, when it comes to basketball sneaker, like when it comes like actually hooping,
0: we got everyone sneaker overall.
1: Okay, well, number one for me, number one sneaker. I'm overall. going
0: with the Elevens though. Elevens the breads, the bread Elevens. All right. got you. I, 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 I,
1: so I, I, I play in
0: thirteens to wear for the rest of my life. I Elevens.
1: I feel like I feel like the best shoe, and I don't, I don't even have them, but I still think this is the best shoe that ever. I think them true blue threes, bro. They just sit with me different. Mm. I don't know why. They yeah. really do. True them blue true blues, 3. they sit with me so. He about to go, go in this closet, watch. Bro, he's just I'm not like, going in
3: my closet.
1: Nah, and, and, but as far but as far as like hooping, bro, if I'm actually like playing basketball, bro, like, and I'm not even, a, I, I, I'm terrible at basketball, bro. but like, if I like, like, if I actually play basketball, bro, like, I will. Get you track, remember Travis? I'll get Nike soon. Don't, Randy, don't just I'll, I'll, I'll cook you, Randy. I, like, I'll cook you, but I'm still trash though. Favorite like, anyway, track. anyway, anyway, like, you got the bro hyper fuses, dog. Those yeah. things you can hoop in them. You can hoop I in. Had I had those. Easy. I had those too. Trav, what you yeah, thinking?
0: Best, best Jordan, Trav. You could, you could pick two. One to wear all day the rest of your life or one to play basketball in. I think I know what you're going to pick.
2: Man, I mean, I always say this. I'm not... Obviously, I'm not really the biggest sneaker, but more and more I'm starting to like get into it more. And I... I haven't ever had a pair of 11s, but I want to eventually, but... For me, I think it's the ones, man. I knew it. I can just, yeah. They just, uh, bro, the he to, cool. no, like, but listen, he used to play drum drums,
0: drums in and there and not crease them. They used to never have not, creases and
2: not crease them. And, <laughs>
0: and he has the fastest foot on campus. No, and He no, never. No, has.
2: Aside from Vans, <laughs> aside from Vans, it's probably the most comfortable shoe like I can ever play in. It's it's almost like,
0: You're okay. talking about drumming or basketball.
2: Drumming, like okay, like, I can just. Like, I like, guess
0: far as playing basketball, I don't even. He probably gonna say some yeah. Dame Lillard, Lillards.
1: Bro, I would not play in Georgia. I would not I play guess. in Georgia. I'm not. I would play in Kobe i would probably some or something, but I would. Play play
0: good. Good. I don't like Kobe's shoes. Rest in peace. Oh, don't uh, stop!
1: Stop! stop. Oh. My turn! My turn!
0: My <laughs> turn! Yeah, and then I <laughs> my <it's>
1: turn! Because <laughs> um, y'all about the dragos. I was about the wild. Yeah.
3: Nah,
0: his shoes are trash, though. Time.
3: Oh my god. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Cole. My old my old go ahead time, I, I have to say, my all time favorite Jordan. It be three. I have three all time favorites. I like the three series. I like the one series. And I like the of course the elevens. Can't really go wrong with the elevens. You we know, have this the bread, Concords Gamma. Comfortable. You know. I love the one series. I love the uh my fiance just caught me the 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 royal toes, so I'm excited <laughs> about that. But um Basketball sneakers, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, and I'm actually looking for them right now. My favorite basketball sneaker of all time were the Adidas Pro models.
1: I thought I knew, what I said the was crazy. With, the, them, you, could with the, the, yeah. you could take out the um, yeah,
3: out the 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 Adidas string, and, it had, to, and it, had it had the shell, and
1: it had the shell in the front, had the shell in the front. Yeah, the high right. top not the the mid top, the high top. Yeah, yeah Guys, we want to
0: end this conversation right here. We want to thank you all for joining. Because he's, he's trying to get me shut down. He already know I stand hard for the Nike brand. Nah, I mean, no, bro. Hey, me but
1: if you right, if, you're, if nah. you're talking about comfortability though, bro, them pro models. Joined, were on the for pro models, boys.
3: man, listen. It was, because, I don't know. I don't I know, know nothing till Nike. night. It was on Team Nike too, but when I used to play bowl back in the day, uh. like, I think it was like 20 of us. We all had the pro models that dropped in like oh, I went to like oh seven. They yeah. dropped in oh seven, and when those joints dropped, they were durable. You had ankle support. And you could just get the black one and just get. You could just all get the little any color strips of, and just put the the color strips the, the day. Yeah, <laughs> yo. Yeah. Like I was playing on the basketball team. I was playing on the basketball team and our colors were purple. Let's put the purple strips in there. One shoe purple, one shoe white. It just Easy. it was just so comfortable. I had those shoes for like four years until like. My family moved,
1: and I
0: don't know where they went. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm,
1: I'm mad, bro.
3: Who's
0: winning? Who's winning the finals this year? Is LeBron taking it?
1: Yeah, go I, I, bro, I've been so removed from basketball. I don't.
0: So, so, so let me tell you what's happening. They're gonna they're gonna play the rest of the season on some weird format, but then wow. they're gonna do playoffs. Um, it's top twenty two teams in the league. Twenty two. A top twenty two. No, it's top it's 22, 22 record.
3: And the top two are getting buys. Something like
0: that. Something like that. And then if you get, like, the ninth seed out of your conference, you, you like, get to fight the first seed for something crazy. It's, it's some weird thing, whatever. Let's just get basketball going back on. But the playoffs are supposed to be stand, uh, uh, traditional format into the finals. So that'll be, that'll be interesting to see. So – Wait, so are, you, are
1: are people playing into the playoffs though? Are people like buying into playing the playoffs or no? Or is it just like they're still pick, Like, are they still are still picking the same eight in the playoffs? Like, like the yeah, one. Through well, eight?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. It'll be one through eight from each conference. But Josh. but what makes no sense to me is that the eastern the eastern conference has nine people, and then the rest of the teams are from the west. That that made no sense to me. But I, I guess yeah. it's like I 22 what they they the twenty two of the whole league. Off,
3: I think they based it off of records.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Off the whole league. So the Warriors aren't the Warriors. I didn't know that the Warriors didn't qualify, so they're not in there. That's no. that's interesting. I'd be curious I mean, to see if the Nets bring back Kyrie and KD. I don't KD's really know if that'll be fair. No, there's no
2: need. There's no need.
0: what you say? What you said, Trev?
2: KD's not coming back this season.
0: All right. All right. That's good to see. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm hey. go with Lakers. I'm gonna go with Lakers. Uh, I'm gonna go Lakers. Uh, Celtics. I'm gonna go Lakers Celtics finals Eat. only because I'm a Celtics fan. I was about
1: to and, say that was, and I
0: know I know how to stop Giannis. I know how to stop the Bucks, the Bucks. All you have to do is not let him get the ball. That's all you have to do to beat the Bucks. Do not let Giannis touch the ball. If you can do that. You can beat them. <laughs> and y'all going Lakers, Lakers, Celtics, and that's going to strike back the rivalry between Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. That'll bring that back. We're going Lakers, Celtics. That's that's on the horizon.
1: No,
0: y'all know y'all. Know I'm saying I'm saying I... Lebron Lebron in Five. LeBron Y'all LeBron know that five. I'm a
1: Bulls fan, so I know we're not making nothing.
0: But LeBron, LeBron I, will say,
1: I will say that, like, I don't know, bro. Like, if people think I'm sleeping, people, please don't sleep. Like, if the Sixers can make a oh, run, bro. Like, the Sixers can really make a run, yo. I really think they can they're make
0: They're too a run. far. They're too like, far. They, How, where are they, they at? They're, they're, they're too like, far. They're,
2: they're like, they're like six. The season, correct? You said You said we what? Said, Trev? So they're restarting the season, Right.
0: Yeah, they're gonna restart okay. the season. Okay. okay,
1: see, I didn't know that. I thought they were going off from the right front of the jump. So
0: point. they're they're gonna restart the season somewhat based on the schedule that was left. They only Game had like left. ten games left. That was left. They only had like ten games left. Oh, so they're gonna somehow f- f- uh, uh, play that schedule in one court in uh, in Disney World, and then um, based on the based on the the clinching, based on the the the, the timeline of whoever goes into the playoffs, then the playoffs get get wow. sign. Okay. I don't know. We're yeah, we're we're gonna so, be playing basketball till like the beginning of the next season. Unless they unless they slow down or speed up the playoffs because they've they've dragged it out throughout the years, putting more games in between or more days in between to make more money. But why, they, why, play, don't, they
1: just, why don't they just play five games? I'll play five games in playoff score today. Give me that to five like so like like five no not like five game series. That's what I'm saying five game series.
2: So,
0: best
1: so of like five.
0: if yeah. Right, that's, what, thought, that, thought, that's
1: how the playoffs are. Best of five No, the no, no. Yeah, but I me mean, but I'm talking I'm talking about as far as like key like I thought I thought it, I thought it was like even if it even if it was like uh like two if it was like two and one or so, or two and like as it's two and two, like we'll stop at five, wherever the last game just wins. Like that's what I'm saying. So uh, not so not uh, like, so not like best of six if it's like tied. I'm saying like just Three and like whoever because I I know that
0: I know that Michael Jordan he um, obviously the 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 Hornets didn't make it the Hornets will never make it Um, (laughs) he needs to do something with the team I'm really I'm really upset you know we got this whole uh, uh, Jordan is the best blah 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 but his team is trash anyways he uh, he said his biggest his biggest complaint with the with the board of talk about racism they're no longer called owners they're called governors now which the word the word is still a little weird, but they're board of governors, the governors of each team, right? The owners. Um, Jordan said that he uh, he wanted to make sure that the playoffs were still traditional format. So that's what I'm saying that that to end the season is gonna be weird. But like that's the part we just gotta like. So it's like that weird medicine. yeah. But then, but then at the same time, they might if they speed up the playoffs and they speed up the final, like if they knock out the finals in one week, I mean. In, in, like, five days, they knock out the finals, they can do that because it's all going to be on one court. There's no traveling. There's no coast-to-coast traveling. But you got to think, think about their bodies, bro. Like, But they don't like, think about the bodies when they put that time in between. They're thinking, they're thinking about the money. That's why the playoffs used to be shorter and the finals used to be shorter and less space in between each game. They've dragged it out for sponsors, for for money. It's a, it's a money thing. It's a money thing why it takes a month to play the finals.
1: I mean, I I think that's a smart more. But I'm, I'm going, like, I'm two. going
0: Lakers Celtics. Let's get, let's close it out. Lakers Celtics. I'm I'm picking LeBron in five, and um, and what do you think, Keegan? What's what's the? Uh, I say, hey, Laker, I finals. say Lakers. Finals.
1: I say Lakers Bucks. Um, Pie pie Lakers in six.
0: Interesting, Keegan. I mean a kill.
2: Lakers Bucks man. Lakers in six. Trav. Yeah, same. Got to go with my team. L A in six. L <laughs> LA A in six. He I said the L A Clippers
3: in six. I think it was, I think regardless what it was if it was the Celtics or the Bucks, I think it would still be Lakers in six. Yeah.
0: So, but here's the question. I, I said five, but here's the question. Um, I don't think I don't think um, Boston has enough to drag them out to six. I think they beat them and uh, they lose a five. Um, do, do we keep the asterisk next to the Lakers name? No. They earned the championship. They had the best record. They got the best player in the world, period. Ever. The best of the best. I mean, I mean because
1: I think about I think about it like this. Like when back like even back then, like when like let's say let's say COVID didn't happen, it was regular season or something like that. Like the, to me, the playoffs is like a new season, bro. It's like another part of the season. So like I feel like from the playoffs on, you're doing your own thing. So I feel like you can't take away the temperature if they made it into playoffs. Yeah, I they- think they earned it. I yeah. mean,
2: even though it's their, you know, the home court advantage thing is different, um, you're staying with the same format, at least as far as the playoffs go. So uh-huh. I wouldn't put an asterisk.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see what happens. NBA is coming back. And most importantly, um, racism is getting talked about and handled in the United States in in our in our communities in our churches in our uh circles of friends and uh, i'm sure there'll be an end to this uh <clears throat> soon i had a, i had a question written around um and i i think it's oh excuse me i think it's important to really quickly highlight or touch is is the killing of george floyd the last one and that's and that's i hope so we can hope so you know i i think I pray, hope so. I pray
1: that really I is- heard
3: I've heard, remember you have the George Floyd one and then you have the incident that was reported after the George Floyd one of the guy who was serving, um, he was out at the protest, but he was serving food
1: Mm -hmm.
3: and his, and his, um, at his restaurant, he normally served cops free just for him to get shot by cops out of protest Mm -hmm. while he was serving food. So, but, Amy.
0: well, that's, let's hope this is the end of it, and, and we serve we'll we a mighty savior, man. We, we so serve we a mighty, mighty savior, and that's who we. That's who we worship. That's who we pray. Um, and that's who we worship to. That's who we pray to. And and I like to close out this this moment in prayer and and just really, really leave it in God's hands. You know, I mean, we we got to do our part. You know, i I've, I've always been that person. When I was driving with no license uh, for the longest, I <laughs> would be that time that when I would see a cop pulled over, my hat was coming off. I was sitting up, I was looking all proper and whatnot. I mean, you know, unfortunately that's where we're at. We, our community's got to do our parts and we got to come together and leave it in God's hands. So let, let's just pray. Let's close it out. And thank you. God. I, I, I know we had a lot of questions. I know we had a lot more. Let's see. We might have to, might we'll have to hop back on again with the xbox remotes in our hands and, and and just have a conversation but uh lord we thank you father thank you jesus for um this opportunity to sit down with these brothers of mine with Lord I'm with my my legit brothers not just racially Lord, but really my, my brothers that that were with me um through the start of my relationship with my now wife lord i really saw me uh and, and pushed me to be better lord and, and i will always remember them for that Lord, I ask you to, to bless them, to continue to provide for them and their families, Lord, and, and their new endeavors, Lord. Uh, I ask you to bless Keegan and his wife and, and Keegan Jr. if he's on the way, whatever it might be, Lord, just bless his family as his family unit continues to grow and, and their ministry continues to grow now, my Lord. I ask you to bless Travis, Lord, and, and Travis and his endeavors, Lord, and his music career, Lord, I ask you to open doors, the right doors, Jesus, the doors that will keep them close to you, Lord that will let him shine and, and stand out for the right reasons. Not, not for the drumsticks, Lord, but because he's an individual that's brilliant and bright. And I ask you, Lord, bless his family, Uncle G, Lord, his mom and his sister, Lord, as his sister continues to attend uh, the Valley Forge. Lord, I ask you to, to uh, let, let her be a shine, a, a vessel of, of, of shine, as his, her, her brother was at that university, Lord. Same way, Lord, I ask you for a kill. I ask you to bless them, to, to protect them. And, and to continue to challenge him, Lord, to be the best man that he can be, Lord, for his mom, for his family, Lord, but most importantly, Father, for you and for his wife to be, Lord Jesus, bless that marriage to be, bless them as they uh, have a have a, uh, a task in front of them, Lord, to buy a home, Lord, actually to provide like never before and lower the prices like never before and really show them that you've got the way, Lord, and really we humble our hearts and our minds and our, our talents, our abilities, our intentions, Lord, to shine a light on what's happening, my Lord. I ask you, Lord, to change people's hearts, change people's perspectives. Lord, we, we can't change the people that have died. We can't change the, the killings that are happening, that may happen, that may continue to happen. Lord, but what we can change is our, is our point of views and our intentions, Lord. I ask you, Lord, to strike up more conversations, strike up more people to cause these moments of, of interaction, these moments of conversation, Lord, to strike change. And Lord, we, we, we humble ourselves and we gladly thank you for this opportunity, Lord. We leave everything in your hands. We thank you, Lord. We love you. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Keegan, you got the court. You got the, uh, the 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 organ ready.
1: I'm not yet, bro. Trust me. When I get that organ, I'm we going in uh, once. Uh, need... uh, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. That's, that's is
0: that.
1: One fifty seven. That's one fifty five. Look, I need. He had you know, it ready. He had uh, it ready. ready. I'm trying go. to let y'all know. Like, I'm not. I don't believe in any more slow praise breaks. I need. I need one fifty five between 155 and 157 that is church that's church 152 too slow 160 too fast I know thank who jumped that, that's, that's that's hopscotch I don't need that i don't I don't need that <laughs> yeah yeah crazy that.
0: that's funny in the group hey, chat. Th- thank you so much for your, yeah, for yo. your time we appreciate it um i will I will post your uh, social media tags on here but let, let them know where they can follow you or they can uh, stay connected cool cool so you can let them know
1: all right, cool. So um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, underscore, underscore, uh, Keegan M. Uh, you can follow me uh, on Facebook as well with uh, Keegan Myers and also KL, KL Music Productions. I'm on there. Got some stuff for you guys. Uh, love the chat. So it's cool. Travis, let us know. Um, my Instagram is Travis T
0: underscore
2: one. That's Travis T Y underscore one on IG sweet kill um, Facebook
3: kill Jermaine, as it says in the zoom call right there um, and my Instagram is um, expect greatness 17 that's literally what it says expect greatness 17 expect great <laughs> <laughs> um, Not definitely always. working on some stuff with my guys um some content creation stuff will be coming soon. Uh, some music stuff, arranging stuff will be coming soon. Some event planning stuff will be coming soon. Um, yeah, just expect the great.
0: Expect the great. Let's go. I'll well, thank you so much. much, guys, and for you guys watching. Thank you so much. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe. Alright, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Oh. Good time.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got I to gotta show. Keegan, Do that again. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Oh my lord, he about to all right, play. All right. all right, go ahead, do
1: that again,
0: Keegan. Go ahead. Got to close it
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.